0: What for sake. sake, I didn't. I genuinely didn't see it. I forgot it was there. Is, is It's on the laptop. A little bit,
1: yeah. Mm. <sighs> um. Okay. Um, welcome to this week's episode of the Fun Filter Podcast. Um, I'm yeah. here with Jordan. Not okay. One. All right. All right. Uh, and Sam. Jordan has just spilt quite a substantial amount of
2: diet
0: coke over my laptop. Well, it because of the last podcast. It was decided that Don't sponsor us Diet Coke. <laughs> I don't want you <laughs> It was decided that we'll record in the dark again. Yeah. The thing is, the last podcast we filmed it sort of as it was getting dark. Yeah. So yeah, there was it still was, a bit it was the of the evening. This is now like it's it's the middle of the night, it's now completely pitch black in here. Yeah. And I just completely misjudged where my Diet Coke was. I will
2: I like I will take twenty percent of responsibility for that.
0: Yeah. For, because of the lights off. Is it
2: gone? Is it all gone? Um hang on. Go into the sink. There's,
1: uh, like, lemon wipes. Okay. Go grab those. Right. <sighs> this is right. not how we thought this was going to start. <laughs> no. We were going to start ranting about the fact that we've had fireworks going off all fucking night. Right, yeah, okay. So it's...
2: I've still got my cold from last episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're still having over from the last episode, aren't you?
0: Yeah, well, you know... Well, I'm still me, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Man likes to go out a lot, what can I say? I'll well, lift it up. Yeah, I got it. I know I got him. There's right. puddling underneath.
0: Yeah, I got him. Don't worry. I'll okay,
1: we'll stick to the plastic when it's dark, yeah, <laughs> not okay. the glass. It's
0: still yeah. working. I'm gonna say that means good things. Right. Okay. Because I don't want
2: sticking, so don't let it stay on there. Right. right. Okay. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Are you alright? Yeah. What were you fireworks? Was it? Yeah. They're, okay.
1: <laughs> seeing as they've already started going off and
0: we've I thought, I thought of fireworks were a November the 5th thing and that yeah. was a- well. it like
2: Halloween isn't it how that's mutated which we talked about last week yeah um, yeah no it's not Americanized necessarily but yeah I seem to remember as a kid you'd have it on the day on Hall yeah. night and then maybe if it was a weekend you'd get it on other days of the weekend but now it just seems to be as soon as the clocks go back
0: or even just yeah. before, it becomes fireworks season, which I, I don't I don't understand at all. To call no. back once again to um, last week, I mentioned that like I had a friend who had a birthday just after Halloween, so I go yeah. on Halloween. Part of their routine was they go out trick or treating, they come back, and then they set off fireworks in the <clears> garden. Yeah, that I remember that being a novelty. Right, me. I was yeah, like yeah. ten or eleven at the time. Yeah, I was like, oh, you do fireworks not on bonfire nights? How wacky and novel! Right. Maybe not wacky, but uh, <laughs> just how novel. Um, and now, pretty much from when the clocks go back to the new year, you just hear fireworks yeah. every night. Yeah, it yeah. feels
1: like. Yeah, well, I was, there was an occasion we're talking, like July, I think, mm. um, and I was down the barrage um, in Cardiff Bay, mm-hmm. and as I'm like walking back, there's fireworks going off that night. I can't. There must have been something going on. I can't remember what it was, mm. but I do remember going. Okay, it's 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 like summer. Yeah, <laughs> you re- I, like if you get them at any point. obviously you get them at New Year's as well as like bonfire night, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the middle of summer.
2: Well, I was going to bring up New Year's. I think that that's the only that those are the two times of the year is acceptable. It's bonfire night or bonfire weekend and New Year's because in New York they've got they've got like the Times Square thing, haven't they? For New Year's. Yeah, that's like their annual thing. Yeah, it's the closest thing we have for, like a unified. Um, it's New Year's now because everyone's going to their own parties and their own things. Yeah, and so just like one, in London, just setting off those fireworks. Like oh, okay, I can live with that. Yeah. Have you ever been impressed by fireworks? I I genuinely don't understand. I used to be scared by fireworks. Yeah,
0: yeah. I genuinely used to be scared of them. Yeah. I think by the time I was old enough to get over that fear, yeah, I kind of stopped.
1: You were old enough to as not a, care anymore. Yeah, exactly.
0: As a child, I, I mean,
1: as, I mean, I remember as a child having a real love of sparklers, right? Just waving those around in the yeah, garden, yeah, like yeah. a little idiot. Um, but other than that, because fireworks used to be, my dad would have people round. We, you know, there'd be wine for the adults. Mm. I think it was probably slur for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, he'd do a, a sort of nibbles and a spread. And then we'd do fireworks. But his garden in the house he had at the time. Yeah. It was quite, he had two, the, the house next to us. And it, like either side, the two big trees leaned over. Right. So it was usually a which tree are we going to hit this year oh, okay kind of competition yeah. because there were certainly a few rockets that would go off and go right into the tree mm. and you were questioning whether we were going to have to call a fire, a fire brigade for a you know the tree being on fire or whatever but, yeah um other than that you know
0: firework alert
1: um other than that
0: of course you Sam you set a fireworks all year round don't I you? Do. it's <laughs> constant yeah <laughs> Multicoloured as well. <laughs> yeah, see a doctor. It's <laughs> Gen- <I have> starting <laughs> to bother <laughs> me. We'll talk about that. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so, you know, but that was like an annual thing that we would, you know, we would do. Mm. Um, but yeah, in more recent years, I mean, okay, yeah, it, you know, they're nice, they're pretty, but... yeah
2: but I just, yeah, I was, I was quite scared of them as a kid as well. Um... I think there are so many things that children are afraid of that adults just don't seem to mm. assume that kids like them. Clowns being one example. I, d- I, d- you know, I know I knew kids that weren't scared of clowns, but I, I don't like I ever met a kid that really liked clowns. Oh yeah, cool, a clown.
1: Who gives a shit about a clown? I was going to say, because if they did, they were probably the ones that dressed up as clowns. as adults. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And went on to was... commit high school
0: massacres. But... I do you know what I mean. I just think <laughs> I like it. I, I, the <laughs> views of the other people on this podcast may not reflect <laughs> Sam's views. Also not necessarily, hobby, but
2: almost always.
0: <laughs> um,
2: no, yeah, like kids don't like clowns, and I don't think a lot of kids. I could
1: be way off there, but I don't. No, I don't. I don't think that kids really like clowns. No, so I think that's fair.
2: Yeah, but Firework, Okay, maybe. Yeah, I'd be
1: wrong there, but
2: no. I just. I. I, I really don't. It's like something miss. It's like I'm on another planet when it comes to fireworks. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go for this fireworks. Show. Why? I actually don't get it. I, mm. there's that thing is missing in me that can appreciate yeah. fireworks, whatever that is. But I mean, as we've probably gathered from uh, all these episodes, it seems that not much impresses me.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, life, humans, none of it. I'm, it's beneath me in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah,
1: fireworks are shite. But ah. the, yeah, no, but you know it, it is. I I do remember it being a bit a bigger deal, like going to like this, like if there was a proper display on. Like I remember my mum take when I lived up near Manchester, my mum taking me to one at the Trafford Centre.
2: Right,
1: and that being a really big deal. Mm. And as a as a, as a as a child, it was like oh yeah, that's you know we'll go watch the fireworks. Yeah. But I don't, like, as you know, if I see fireworks, like, on New Year's, uh, I worked last New Year's. Yeah. So, see, it hits 12 o'clock, and, yeah, okay, we kind of, like, went and watched them going off outside the window. Mm.
2: But
1: at the same time, I was also, I just kind of got on with my job.
2: I think it's one of those things of, like, um, you know, Halloween for adults is basically let's have a normal night out let's go and get pissed but it'll be in the novelty of everyone's dressed up right <laughs> but it's the fundamental drive of the night is the same yeah new year's kind of the same thing you know it's just a piss up but yeah. i understand i'm not against celebrations <laughs> and i understand the, the appeal of different holidays or whatever mm. but i just feel like bonfire that i don't even know what its supplements mm. i'm like oh we're just gonna because fireworks, events, or bonfire night is not even a get-pissed sort of occasion, is it? Really. It's a, we'll stand no. in... A, if we're going to a thing, we'll stand in a field, maybe have a drink, but just watch the fireworks. Yeah. And especially now we live in a world of virtual reality and CGI It looks more real than real.
0: Mm.
2: How are you supposed to be impressed by like a bit of color in the sky and that makes a noise
0: yeah well it's it, it is supposed to be
2: novelty right i it's guess like, Ooh, Fireworks. Just like, those often. E- even if everything we do is ultimately for nothing right i sort of i do get the appeal of going out and getting drunk to a degree because it, it it's just having fun it's just loosening up and whatever whatever
0: mm.
2: yeah at the end of a fireworks display what have you gained from that experience Oh yeah, I saw a thing. I, yeah.
1: I've now got the smell of smoke in my nostrils. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know. I, I saw explosions. I saw
0: explosions mm-hmm. of yeah, colour. A thing went boom. Yeah. It I might saw explosions actually, of colour. Actually, no, it might just be there. What? <laughs> I, I saw an explosion. <laughs> so I, would recommend, I saw explosions in the sky and it was cool. Okay,
2: let me recommend to all of our listeners then, drop acid. <laughs> <laughs> if fireworks impress you, you need to seriously expand your horizons <laughs> a little bit, I think. You get explosions. <laughs> Even <laughs> when you close your eyes, Yeah, you're able to see explosions. You won't be able to sleep for explosions of colour. <laughs> you're tortured with a constant explosion of colour. It's brilliant. Not that we've ever done acid. <laughs> no. Acid. It's
0: fireworks, but with existential dread. Yeah, well,
2: LED, isn't it? That's what the kids call it, isn't it? Oh, uh, right. um, Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Can you, okay. we, can I, you not read can I, 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 I can't. know it's funny, that isn't it? Yeah, I've got my phone.
1: Easy. Yeah, we've got the, a few notes, um, but when you put yourselves in the dark, it does become incredibly hard to read. It them. does, but
2: I've kind of I've manoeuvred the room so that so we're sitting at a table next to a set of windows, hmm. and um, we are sitting in total darkness. But I've got the blinds open, so that if anyone walks past, they will be able to make out the fact that there are people in here yes. just sitting in the dark, and they're going to wonder what the hell is going on.
0: What's yes. the um funniest or strangest thing you've seen when you've looked into somebody's house through like a window hmm
2: that's a good question, yeah,
0: I tend not to do that I can't like, help it too i i, <laughs> I no, not like in a you know it's just one of those things of you yeah it's just one of those things you do isn't it yeah that brilliant does a joke about it it's like uh opening having uh your curtains open yeah, yeah it's yeah. like having cleavage on your house you know people are going to look through it's an invitation yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: i was like in terms of the weirdest thing i have, thing I've seen, i've seen people arguing through a window but i couldn't hear them
0: no of course not
1: and when you're just seeing two people sort of jousting hands in each other's direction and like you like okay i know you're having an argument but without right. sound this is incredibly funny to watch because it's just this yeah. And, yes. You know, yeah. like a lot of action. Frantic point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fr- yeah, frantic gesticulation or whatever. Really. Yeah. But then like in terms of like sounds, like if you walk around Cardiff, people will leave their window open quite happily. And I don't it's you will hear the amount of times I've heard people having sex. Right. Oh right. Just it just like what well, you know. Do you know what? I don't think I've ever heard that. I honestly, don't, I think once in my life I've overheard. Heard or
0: seen? I've never seen, like, because sometimes... No, never, never. it's never seen. It's someone will like, forget to draw their curtains or something. I've never seen that.
2: I've never seen
1: it, but I, I, I don't think I've ever overheard someone having sex either. Maybe once. Well, I was saying, when um, our friend lived in the halls... Yeah. I walked past that halls and heard it. Okay. Okay. Um, From him? No. I don't think so, anyway. It okay. was that, I mean, it was that side of the building, but I don't think so. Um... But yeah, like, I've heard it there. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, because I, I walked home from work with a colleague the other day, and it was like the thing I messaged him like five minutes later. It was like, I've been walking home now for five minutes. I think I've heard two people having sex.
2: <laughs> okay. As in two
1: couples. No, yeah, it's, yeah two, it's better two, it's better two, two, two seven <laughs> having sex, yeah. <laughs> Just one guy sadly going at himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I think, I suppose, in the, near the city centre, it's more, you know... You're getting the people who have gone out drunk and they come back and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously, I hear, well, I see a lot more of that being in the city Mm -hmm. centre near enough.
0: What about you, Sam? What's the funniest slash strangest thing? I honestly don't. I'd have to make something up. I
2: know that's not interesting for a podcast. Okay. But um, I
0: can't think of anything odd that I've seen um,
2: through through an open window. But yeah, I do. I tend not to look. Okay.
0: I I also. Try and not look, mm. but you will catch a glance occasionally. Okay. If you walk into a place, like, where, where mm. do you look? Okay, so what, what's the oddest in.
2: thing you've seen, then? Parrots. Yeah, it's Yeah, for Jordan, it's like avian flora, isn't it?
0: Fauna. To... <laughs> ah. <laughs> Seriously, come on. <laughs> Hey, we're doing the nice next podcast with the lights on. <laughs> it brings out something in you.
1: It's not his fault. He's always in the comment section or watching the story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so kind of, I'm back to that as well. Thank
0: you. That uh, the strangest thing. The image that came to my head when I asked you both the question, and we were walking through... Well, I won't say the place. But so we were walking like back to your old house on one occasion. Okay. Um, and I looked in through a window, and there was it was like a very long narrow house it was basically it was like if it was a front room but it almost looked like a corridor mm. and there was no furniture in it apart from one armchair that was at the other end of the house facing the window right okay there was nobody sitting in it but it was like in a position that implied that they would sit in the chair and look directly out of the window and that was a bit weird. Oh, okay okay uh, yeah um, okay,
2: what the see, hell is because there was
0: no furniture no tv no like nothing blank walls just one armchair at the other end of the room looking out Yeah. the window. Now
1: that you, I didn't even think about, like, furniture, mm. um, it Was now you said that, I, I've been on holiday um, with my father and he is someone who, you know, he, he'll book a caravan or a, like, lodge, but he wants to know what the other people, uh, you know, on the site have got, like, what the difference is between the different oh, okay. ones. I see. Um, and we were on one, I say we, it was him and he, point, he pointed it out, but um, there was, like, a completely, like, stripped-out one. Seeing that where it, you know, outside's been fully done, but then the inside is completely empty. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. You know, I don't know whether they were just refurbishing it or like whatever, but yeah, the idea of just a stripped out caravan was weird. Okay.
2: My, um, my best mate in primary school, he, um, we were both big Power Rangers fans and he went on holiday with his family. I remember him coming back to me. I didn't really know what sex was at the time. We must've been like seven or eight. Mm. And he told me that he had seen the actor who played the white Power Ranger in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers having sex in a hotel room. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure it was a lie, right? (laughs) Just like a juvenile, I'm going to lie sort of thing. But when I sort of understood what he was talking about, I was like, why have you told me that? (laughs) I don't want to think about that shit. Yeah, I, want to, I want
1: to ruin Power Rangers. He's Tommy
2: Oliver from Power Rangers. I don't want to see him. Think about him shagging someone, you know? Yeah.
1: Um. Unless, also, unless good, it's
2: the
0: Pink Ranger. But, you know, good for Tommy,
2: also. Good for Tommy if he wants him, yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, I want to quickly hark back to uh, you mentioned the doctors earlier.
0: Oh, yes. I want yes. to tell
2: a little story. Oh, God. About going to the doctors. Um, It's graphic. But okay. this, this podcast is no holds barred, isn't it?
0: Well, certainly now, yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, we've got an explicit rating. It's fine.
2: Yes, we do. Um, so, um, I still have the guinea pig at my anus. No, I didn't.
1: <laughs> okay. uh, so, yeah, we do have Eminem on the podcast, <laughs> um, but it's a guinea pig rather than a gerbil throat. Yo, you I'm white, yo. Sorry, I was doing <laughs> an Eminem impression. Um, so,
2: I've been having stomach issues. So, I went to the doctor and I've been, um, there's been some blood where there shouldn't be. Nothing to worry about. And uh, the doctor, um, <laughs> you're right there. Uh, mm. He said to me, "Look, I'm gonna have to, you know, pop a finger up and and uh, give it a feel." Yeah. And I had sort of anticipated that this might happen, so I was kind of prepared for it. Yeah. So I I lay down, and he said to me, um, "Don't worry, you know, you know, rest assured, I've got fingers of steel." <laughs> how is
1: that? <laughs> yeah. It's supposed yeah, it's to calm me down the worst thing you yeah. could suggest.
2: I think what he was trying to get across was I'm very careful And like I've got like My hands are very still And I'm in control of them mm. But steel is not what I want going up my anus you know? no, no it's not um, and, you know, Unless I've been taken out for dinner first <laughs> But um and a and a good film and a good film, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, but yeah. Then he started. Make, I said to him. He said, have "You noticed that you're um, bloated at all?" <clears throat> and I said, "Yeah, like I'm a I'm a mirror looker. Every morning I look in the mirror. I'll be honest with you. And if I'm not depressed by what I see, that's like a good day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I. But I have noticed I'm a lot more bloated. And um, so he just started doing like Herculean poses. I'm like, you that guy? You <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I was like, right, okay, we're doing this now.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, he was
2: mocking you. No, he wasn't walking, he was like going along with what I, mean, I see. Okay, he, he
1: did ask him if he look, felt like he was bloated. It doesn't It's <laughs> to me like he's going, he did look a bit fat. Man. Yeah, basically,
2: yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but he was fat, so I wouldn't have taken that. Uh,
2: so he was just going to hurt, hurt Um He went, the more relaxed you are, the easier this will be. I'm like, I'm as relaxed as feasible, I think. <laughs> um, anyway, so he, he did it. Now, have either of you ever had a finger up your anal canal?
0: No, I can't say I have. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Tell us more, Eddie. <laughs> well, yeah, I genuinely didn't know this. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's your own a, show or someone else's. Yeah, show your own. Thing? No,
1: that yeah. um, it was. It was during um, sex.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. you. used to really come up with like a euphemism. There it was like it was during, a, you know the older sex.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, uh, do was just saying it plain straight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. yeah, no. Like, and and how was it for you? Was that alright? Okay. Did it improve proceedings?
2: Like yeah. Did it enhance anything? Fin the I mean, I, I,
1: I mean, it was a, yeah, it was good. Sex, so, okay, okay. See, I,
2: admittedly, this wasn't in an erotic context, so maybe if the dynamic was different, I would have enjoyed it. But I thought it's going to be a little kind of just a slight exploration up there. It's not. Just to warn you, if you ever have a, a prostate exam or anything like that, mm. they go um, basically up to their elbow. <laughs> and it's just um, full fist full fist right and then, and then they kind of open their oh no out. they don't do that they don't don't do it. do um it's just one
0: <laughs> it's, it's Ge- oh, Jordan, Jordan genuinely not- squirmed There, it's <laughs> genuinely not comfortable
2: uh no they don't do that um <laughs> like a spider motion that <laughs>
0: like, oh god no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're just trying to fuck him <laughs> up
2: um yeah, it didn't help with the doctor when he was doing like I'm a spider. <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was his middle finger because if it wasn't Yeah, fair play. But um sending so his middle finger inside. <laughs> yeah, he's giving me the middle finger. <laughs> yeah, I was fingered by the doctor. Yeah. Um he's known me more intimately than most people have, to be honest. Um yeah, so having had that experience and I'm having felt you know, um not just violated, but like proper biologically invaded. Yeah. Um then I gotta say, I see pride every year, all the colourful colours and flags, and I don't see what all the fuss is about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Once again, uh <coughs> these views are sans and not <laughs> Sam's everyone Sam's on Sam's the podcast. On
2: <laughs> yeah. Um Right, yeah, so something that we wanted to talk about was um the appropriate use of songs. This is a really weird segue. It's not a segue. I just changed topic.
1: Um, Sam doesn't want to think about the finger anymore. I don't,
2: no. I just... I, I was playing music
0: in my head as it was happening. Um, were any of them Christmas songs, per chance? They weren't. No.
2: They, if, 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 that would no. be convenient and you know, if they I, were, you, they? And you
0: know why, Sam? Why? Because you don't play Christmas songs when it's not Christmas. Right. Now, I...
1: I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Christmas. Okay. But...
0: I'm sure we'll talk about that in a future episode. Oh yeah, probably. We'll um, yeah, Around by February, I imagine. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, nah, the yeah,
1: nah, April actually. Yeah. Um, April Fools. <laughs> it's, a it's a Christmas episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, as someone who happens to watch "It's a Wonderful Life" all year round, right? Okay. I, the Christmas songs. I don't necessarily like seeing it in the, sh- the Christmas in the shops really early. Right. But Christmas songs, I think there is...
2: A time and a place.
1: No, th- no, there's an allowance for that. Oh, okay. like, Yeah, like you can... I mean, we were, you know, listening to Christmas songs earlier. So Yeah. Well, like
2: the, the uh, Fairytale of New York by the Pogues. Yeah. That's one of my favourite songs, full stop. I yeah. really like that song. I think it's kind of underrated. Because it's a Christmas song, it's not thought of as a song. Enough, no. And it's just true. this really beautiful song in its own way. Yeah. But your contention, Jordan, seems to be
0: that it shouldn't even be amongst my favorite songs (laughs) because it is just a Christmas song. I put it, uh, back when I had a music player, I put it on my music player around about Christmas time, Right. But because it had limited memory, I took it off after Christmas. Okay. I think you had a go at me for that. (laughs) Did I? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, don't you get enough of the Christmas stuff when Christmas is about? Just like the sheer density of Christmasness that is shoved in your face. Like December time. Yeah, surely that's enough for you. But Last Christmas by Wham is an absolute song. It's it is. It's not a case of. It's, um, it's most certainly a song. I'll give you that. It's definitely that.
1: It's that that is a song i do listen to. Do you
2: know what that bitch did? She gave it away the very next day. She had a right harlot. What a slut! <laughs> um, what a slut! <laughs> Who'd she give it
1: to? A black market sort of thing.
2: Uh, I don't know it's fine he's going to
1: give it to someone special this
2: year yeah that's true George Michael gave it to enough people special (laughs) public toilets um he's dead you can't libel the dead um (laughs) what are we talking about (laughs) uh Uh, Christmas Christmas. yes no you say like don't you get enough of that well it's not that's not the case in terms of it's not that I listen to those songs because I want Christmas Mm. out of it like Yeah. yeah Christmassy. Christmas is too Christmassy. Yes, you know. Um, so it's not like oh, I need my fill by listening to this stuff. There are just certain things that are Christmas themed mm. um, that I enjoy. Mm. So you know, the obvious one is Die Hard as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, everyone, that's always at the top of the list of best Christmas films of all time. Yes. Yeah. Because principally, it's not a Christmas film, is it? It's an action movie. But set, it's set, 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 at set at Christmas, Christmas.
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, Actually, question. I know the first one set at Christmas. Yeah, I think the second one... Is it New Year's? It's Snow. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so... I I would say, I feel like after that, we're like three and four and... Oh, three and four, just... Yeah, yeah, it's just, just, oh, we've made a series now. Well,
0: three wasn't originally a Die Hard film, was it? No, it was... was, Well, it was written
2: as a script called Simon Says, just a straight-up thriller action movie. Mm. And then it got kind of bought by the Die Hard brand.
1: Yeah. And became a Die Hard film.
2: I'm not sure whether the fourth one was that, Mm. But I can see how it would be, because that was based on an article called, I think, A Farewell to Arms, um, which was about computerized, yeah, um, you know, the weaponization of technology. Um, so I can see how that could have been written as yeah. just a cyber thriller. Yes. As like, go, oh, we'll put John plane in it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, I haven't even bothered to see the fifth one, so I. I no, I I don't that one. Well, it's not. Uh, this one. Jay Courtney? Is that the one? That's the one, yeah. yeah, yeah one of those forgetful Australians. It's called it
1: A Good Day to Die Hard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah and of course so our, our joke is that because every diehard movie it's kind of expanded its scope yeah so diehard is just set in nakatomi plaza one skyrise the second one is set in an airport and its surrounding area mm-hmm. the third one is set in new york city uh the fourth one is set on the eastern seaboard mm. the fifth one is russia as yeah. far as i understand uh so the only logical next step is space yes so they will call the next film in, in space, space so no one, one can hear you die hard, hard. Yeah. There you go. And I've written that script if anyone wants to buy it.
1: <laughs> Bruce Willis hit us
2: up. Bruce Willis what? Bruce Willis hit us up. Oh yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah, Brucey, give us give us a check.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, but Christmas. <laughs> I. What what is this rule? Could, uh, for instance, you'll say you saying it shouldn't be in your favorite songs because it's a Christmas song. Couldn't I just say you shouldn't have that in your favorite songs? It's like a song that you just dance to. It's not a song that you listen to. Well, it's no, a song because, you dance because
0: it, it's it's tied very much to a season, isn't it? It's a seasonal thing, right? But what about it's like, like... It's like putting up a Christmas tree in June? Okay, let's just like, say well, I, guess that, I guess there's nothing against that, but
2: why? Let's just theorize that there's some Kraton out there whose favorite song is I think give me a summer song. Summertime Sadness. Okay, or Cruel... Okay, I don't, I don't know that. Okay. So I'll just say uh, Cruel Summer, right? By Panorama, okay. there's a, a topical reference. Oh, in. yeah. Um, Is that allowed to be someone's favourite song?
0: It, sure. But that's very seasonally related. Is it? It's called Cruel Summer. Yeah, but summer isn't a... It's not like Christmas, is it? Where it's like a... No, it's even longer. Very distinct time of year that has all these like festivities and... Well, summer... Have you been to summer? <laughs> <laughs> There's, a festival.
1: No, no, no. There's a festival every weekend. No,
0: it's a fest. Yeah, but it's not. Christmas is a festival. It's a thing, isn't it? It has all these, like, routines and... Um... What does a thing have to be to be a thing? It? What? What does a thing have to do to be a thing, then?
2: If summer's not enough, but Christmas is... Yeah. What? Let's say there was a song by a Swedish death metal band called Bonfire Night.
0: Yeah. Would that be appropriate for what to play out uh, outside of bonfire yeah. night? Probably not. Yeah, he metal. he's mental. He's mental.
1: I've really heard there's a song called Bonfire Night by a Swedish
0: death metal band. <laughs> yeah, it probably is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, no, you can't deny that there are like there are films out there that exist purely to be Christmas films, films that are about Christmas that use the decoration of Christmas yeah. and that are designed to be viewed entirely at Christmas. I would agree, but how many of those films are actually good? No, but that's the thing. Yeah, they're that's not. True. Yeah. They're not made as films. They're made as, to be yeah. Christmassy, right? Yeah, but to exist at the time that Christmas exists. You know, I
1: was gonna say because yeah, my my favorite film is It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, which is technically speaking a Christmas film. Okay,
0: I, I, this is something that I will remedy at some point, but I haven't seen a Wonderful Life. Yeah, how important is it being set at Christmas to <laughs> well, the story? And, it, and, it, and use the right word.
1: Technically, it's okay. yeah, it's yeah. technically a Christmas film. Yeah. It's set at Christmas.
0: Okay.
2: It's like any Shane Black movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't. See, it's it's the weird thing of, and I, I get it with the fairy tale of New York as well, because I think that, that they're both easily things you could watch all watch and listen to all year round. Yeah. 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 But then I do and have listened to Last Christmas in the middle of summer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, it, like I, I don't know whether it's just because I spend a lot of time with mu- music films, so I treat them differently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when it comes to Christmas. But, you know, as I say, seeing as it's... Te- you know, you won't... It's Wonderful Life is not on TV, generally speaking, until... De- like It won't yeah. be on until December. Yeah. Die Hard, slight exception because sometimes that's on in the rest yeah. of the year. Yeah. But you, you, I just... Yeah, for me, I don't see it. I, I yeah. think... It, you know, the story of It's a Wonderful Life, just because it's set at Christmas doesn't mean it has to be a Christmas film. No,
2: I mean, the thing about what It's a Wonderful Life, I think it's sort of been... Um, not undermined, but it's it's not it's been done a disservice by people saying it's a Christmas film mm. because yeah I don't think positive thoughts when I think Christmas film. No, it's Wonderful Life is a great film, but yeah, it happens to be set at Christmas. Yeah, and because it's Christmas, it kind of it's augmented by the fact that it's about family and good spirits and joie de vivre and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But yeah,
0: it's not a I don't know what what makes a Christmas film. I suppose it's a lot of it. I think is just the iconography of it isn't it yeah they have ge- yeah that general sense of family and good tidings and, mm-hmm. you know. so, have you seen Love Actually uh, yeah, at noticed. some point but I don't remember I saying,
1: would you say that's acceptable to watch at any point in the year
0: I'd honestly because you brought it up earlier I'd honestly forgotten it was set at Christmas I would say that's an acceptable to watch full stop <laughs>
1: no fair enough but other people will <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know but that is a film which is definitely on not just at Christmas no that's true yeah um, Much like films like The Holiday, oh, yeah. which again, yeah, yeah, it's all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll watch it with my mum when she puts it on the TV, okay. Well, my, um, yeah, it's okay for mums to like it. That is again, technically speaking, a Christmas film, yeah, but that will be on during the year, yeah. So it's you know, the films that you're getting on at Christmas, mm-hmm. after Christmas, Elf, yeah, the Santa Claus trilogy, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the fact, So the Godfather, isn't it?
1: (laughs) No, because the Godfathers, well, okay, part ignore part three.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the first two are decent. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, how did Elf become such a major phenomenon?
0: Yeah, that that happened like that wasn't instant, right? I I don't think so. No, no, because I liked Elf when I was younger. I remember Watching it when I was at Christmas, and now all of a sudden, it feels like all of a sudden it's 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 it feels like
1: they've taken like the modern people came along and took the film and went, this is our it's our *To Wonderful Life
2: I think yeah, to, 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 yeah well, but it's what is, an indictment of a no, generation saying, that is Elf came out it, in like, like early 2000s 03. it's not no yeah, but that's the like, it's a film that millennials saw as children right, and so yeah. now and everyone saw it because it was a Christmas movie I saw yeah. it for my birthday when I was nine yeah. Right. Yeah. and so now that we've come of age for lack of a better term mm. um, it's we've appropriated it as one of the great classics. this is our mm-hmm.
0: contribution to culture this is our contribution so, to yeah, culture well, yeah. Elf is now It's a Wonderful Life wasn't it didn't do
1: well when it came out. It became no. the popular. Yeah, no, yeah, it did. Yeah, It became popular after the fact. Yeah. Which I feel, I feel Elf has done it more of now. Yeah. Because although Elf did all right when it came out, I feel like there's more people talking about it now. You know, if you go, mm. you, know, De- you know, December rolls around and people are talking about the Christmas films they're going to put on and stuff like that. Yeah. Elf is definitely oh, up there. Oh, yeah. absolutely.
2: But then of course there are Christmas films that aren't Christmas films. So like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Which is played always at Christmas. Oh, never. But, yeah. but isn't a Christmas film. Chitty Chitty yeah. Bang Bang? Yeah. One? That. yeah. yeah so so, that's
0: more of a New Year film, so, I feel.
2: Okay. But but that presumes that there's a, a quality that unites those films mm. that makes them a Christmas film.
0: Yeah. And what is that? Well, Elf. Family it, appeal. Yeah, Elf is obvious because it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's about, like, Sanity. Yeah. But, like, it, but the Santa Your Wizard of
2: Orzis, for instance. Mm. that That's. What is that? It's a universal appeal, I suppose. Yeah. Is that it? The fact that, like, everyone can watch it. Sound of Music is now the one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm. Um, Natty's um, Universal Appeal.
0: Yes, of course. Musicals? Is that
1: a thing? I, yeah, I feel like that's a Christmassy thing, musicals. Well, I would say you get the panto, obviously. Which, yeah. again, it no, the thing with the panto, which I, can, I completely understand that what you're doing is technically, like, Christmassy, because it's always, yeah. you know, it's always, like, geared to a Christmas. Mm. But you could easily write a panto that ran all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, no one does it
2: Yeah, mm.
1: but surely that would br- there is an, an, a market and an audience for that which is why I don't understand why it's not done
2: yeah I don't know I guess it's something about um, Christmas is about like an expression of joy maybe yeah
1: but not oh yeah <laughs> not fuck that noise but,
0: yeah. um... well it's also a very um, like that's when the family comes together isn't it you get the family coming together at Christmas but who likes that it's fine I'll work Christmas day <laughs> well, families, families mm. like that. Families
2: don't like Christmas. Yeah. They no do. one likes. No,
1: no, no, no. because you know the, the stereotypical thing is getting together with your in-laws and, and having to pot up. Oh, the yeah, the yeah. No, and, I've never, I've never had that. Well no, you'll never
2: have in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the most horrible thing about have ever said. i gonna go away. Now. I'm gonna go sit over here. Uh,
1: <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs>
2: I'm honestly not as horrible to you uh, outside of this podcast. It does bring out something. Yeah, you yeah, tell them that, terrible. Sam. Oh, I'm yeah, sure.
0: Okay. I'm sure they'll believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your behaviour has done nothing but suggest <laughs> that you're always this cruel. No, it'd be silly. Um, no, I, no say the, yeah. I say I say the family thing because that's always it's it's not as strong now that I'm in my like twenties. Like mm. the whole familyness of Christmas yeah, is yeah. sort of because my sister as well. She's mm. nearly eighteen. Mm, yeah. Um, so depending on whether she moves away to university or not, this is the time in our lives where the family unit starts to spread out right, and, right, and it right. takes its own directions. Yeah. But it's always been I've like until I sort of hit my twenties, I always loved Christmas because it was very much a family oriented. That's why thing. you liked it because it was family oriented. Well, it just like the routine that we had was based entirely around the family, and it was a very nice routine. Okay. And ev- most Christmases were. Just very comfortable and nice yeah. and, you know. See, this is why
2: I sometimes forget about you, is that you're not from a broken home. No. <laughs> yes. So, like, it is genuinely odd to me to hear someone say, oh, I like the familyness of Christmas.
1: Well, so, I don't yeah. even know what that means. No, yeah. because for me, Christmas growing up was alternating yeah. which each year, alternating which parent I was having Christmas with. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, See
0: that—that's alien to me. I can't imagine.
1: Yeah, that—that
0: that happening.
1: It, it, but it, but it's weird. I mean, my my sister you did. Well, she still loves it. Um, and my sister is older than me because the amount of roast dinners she gets out of it. Mm. Right. Um, which is, you know, for some, my sister has a roast plenty of times throughout the year. It's not like you know that's not something she, you know she won't cook. Mm. But it's like she it gets to Christmas like oh yeah. We we're seeing these people this day, these people this day, these people this day, so I'll get a turkey that day. Turkey. And she, you yeah. know, to put that, that's genuinely something that, you know, sort of quite excites it.
2: I think I've kind of struck a, because um, I was the same, I used to alternate. Yeah. Not who I would see, cause I'd see them both over Christmas, but it would be who I go to for dinner and that sort of thing.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Mine, um, mine were 200 bars apart. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> yeah, so, there you go. So it was
2: very much across the board. Yeah. Because mine were divided, but very close to each other.
1: Yeah, no. Um. Because... Go
2: on. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... But now, I think the last few years, it, I've definitely struck a... This is the routine now. So yeah. I'll be with my mother on Christmas Eve. It, it used to be going out... My school, the school that me and Jordan went to, uh, you used to have a reunion every Christmas Eve in the local uh, Weatherspoons. Um, but... Enough time has passed now that just no one does that anymore. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Christmas Eve with my mother, and then Christmas morning with her. I go to my father's for the afternoon for dinner because he's a butcher, so I'm going there for dinner. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then night, and then I come home, and then Boxing Day, it's between the two then. But that so that seems to be my, <coughs> yeah. and you actually know, you usually go over my um, and I go to my grandfather's house on Boxing Day, and that's mm. kind of where everyone. Cong- so that's my experience of the, f- the miserable family Christmas. Yeah. Right. Where I right. was crammed into a room and it's just horrible.
1: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, because, yeah, so it used to be that whichever parent I didn't have Christmas with, yeah, I had New Year's with. That was right, the, the okay. system we used to okay, have. Yeah. Um sense. Until I went to uni. And started going out for New Year's. Yeah. And yeah. then I started going oh, out right. for New Year's. So it became that, you know, for those three years of uni, the, the alternating still happened. Yeah. But it would be, right, well, I'm seeing you for these two days, you for these two days, and then I'm back in Cardiff. Mm. Um, but I've then worked, I have worked Christmas Day the last few, you know, or at least around Christmas Day the last few years.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's become, uh, the Christmas is uh, not completely alien. Yeah. That's not the right word. But it, Christmas doesn't have the same... Magic. Uh, it doesn't have the same magic, but it doesn't have the same thing for me anymore. Mm. You know like i mean i was saying you know just to you earlier on The, you know it, this my sister was moving house so she didn't get a birthday present off me for that month and my birthday came and i didn't know what i wanted i at that point i was moving mm-hmm. and she's only just now bought me a present right and then you know sort of you saw that christmas coming up and it, everyone's sort of asking you what you want for christmas and I'm, you know because my should, should my family some... ask early well the thing is i'm like I'm at
2: the age where, obviously, it's not magical or anything like no. that to me anymore. Um, I don't have children, so I don't vicariously experience it through them. Mm. I don't, nor do I have a girlfriend. So for me, it really is a, just another day, basically. Yeah. I don't dislike it. I don't hate no. it, and I do like some of the trappings of Christmas. Mm.
0: Um, it still but, has something for me. Okay, like I said, there's the family component, but there was yeah. It might have been you there was like a reason last Christmas where I had to go out because typically I don't go outside the house on Christmas right. Day, but I had to go outside and like pick somebody up on Christmas Day. Right. And just driving around the streets on Christmas Day. Right. There was some even though there's streets I've driven thousands of times. Yeah, yeah. There was something like different about it. It's there, like there's this, a
2: stillness to it, I find Yeah, it's so
0: it's like yeah. when um, you're walking in the snow. There's just like a different energy to it yeah, almost, yeah. isn't there? Yeah.
2: Um, but I think especially more, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, I've been having a bit of a quarter life crisis, but it hit me when I turned 24. Um, I don't know why, not 23, not 22, but 24. So it's like, oh, I need to start like really doing something in my life. And um, genuinely, and I think the more, the more time goes on and the more time seems to be going quicker. Especially, like Christmas does just seem to slip past now. Yeah.
1: Well, I was going to say, you, you, you bring up the you being 20, 24, yeah. but it, it's not going to be that long until you're 25.
2: No, two months, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I'm sort of, I was sat there thinking, well, you know, I'm 24. Yeah. But actually, I've been 24 for the last what four or five months now, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. So actually, yeah,
2: the time's already... Yeah, it's flown by. by. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no. A reminder that he's going to be 25 soon.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry,
0: mate. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, you got a cunning as well. Don't yeah. Worry. 25. <sighs> Fucking hell. So yes, this quarter life crisis. Yeah. Of
2: yours. Quarter life crisis. It's weird. It's sort of manifested as. Well, I've also been let's you know get real about that. I've been quite ill for the, this year really. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that has kind of like wasted a lot of time for me. Mm. I feel like I've lost a year. That's part of it. Um, I don't know you just start, you, you do start to increasingly get the sense of time is running out you know what I mean which is obviously always the case yeah um, but it just hits more acutely when you realise I'm almost closer to being 30 than I am 20 yeah um, that hits hard but it's things like um, you know the, the, the typical you know the stereotypical sense of existential dread mm-hmm. I never actually had existential dread where it's like oh god I'm gonna die whatever you know what I mm. mean um but I was was watching Kirby Enthusiasm, which is a, an HBO comedy, and that's made by a guy who was in his 70s. And he created one, you know, uh, Seinfeld, which is one of the highest rated, yeah. most acclaimed shows of all time. And then this Kirby Enthusiasm. And I was watching it just going, this is really good and he's really good in it, and he, he's doing well, but he's just gonna die after this show.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: and it just hit me like a ton of bricks, and it was really like this mm. cold stomach sensation I never experienced before. And it's like, oh God doesn't matter what I do. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter what I do. Um, I just want to get up. But one thing that does do is any tolerance for nonsense I did have has gone straight out the window.
1: Yeah. I just
2: I, I just can't put up with
1: no, pointless I, things anymore. Say, no, and I, I'm i getting there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is... I, I put up with a lot less shit. Mm-hmm. Like, particularly in work over, like, the last few weeks. Yeah. In particular, you know, you'll have colleagues come up and try and tell me about whatever shit that happened on a night out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I will just be like, yeah, great. Why the fuck are you telling me? Like, yeah, this does nothing for, for me. I wasn't on that night out. I don't know those people. Why the yeah, fuck yeah. should I care?
2: Yeah. and Things like that. Yeah, gossip, things like that. But also yeah. things like I'm kind of I'm bored of torment. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, think, I, think a, I think a writer needs a certain amount of torment, but I'm just bored of like, if I want a thing, I'm not yeah. just gonna like suffer in silence. Yeah, I will just admit my want for the thing, and if it doesn't, you know what I mean, like things like that. And I won't name names, but we went out on sat- Saturday. Yes. Yeah. And um, we were with friends of ours, a couple, and they were they were having just a. You can not name them all you want. They're gonna know. If they listen, yeah. Oh, they, if they, they listen. listen. Well. Yeah. Um, and they, I don't think they'll mind. Okay. They had an argument that I think both of those would acknowledge was just ridiculous.
0: Okay. Mm. And was
2: just out of nothing and because yeah. of nothing.
0: Yeah.
2: And I think any other time I would have, because oh, we haven't been out in so long, mm. I would have just sort of sat in awkward silence and, oh, okay, well, I hope they,
0: yeah, meant they resolve, it, it, right. resolve it by the time. Yeah. That.
2: But this night I was just like, you know what? You, you were talking to me about it privately. You were talking to me about it privately. Let's just have what's going on here. Let's yeah. hash it out because yeah. I'm not, you know, things like that. And even, you know, argue that wasn't my place, so arguably, to just say, you two talk it out. Yeah. But I just couldn't bear the idea of you just completely wasting what is the point of this? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing, you know? Um, but and being out of society for so long, <laughs> uh, I went, so when I went to the doctors, I, I went for a stroll through town.
1: Yeah. It's Pontypreet
2: town. And um, I went into a Greggs. And if you want to sponsor us, Craig, uh, and a guy held open the door for me on the mm. way out. And I just said, uh, you know, thanks. Just really casually. And he went, no problem with that kind of tone. Mm. Yeah. And just that little kindness. Mm. I was like, Oh, oh, oh that re-, it really like filled my, <laughs> it, like, filled me with joy. Like, Oh, he's a, he's a decent bloke. He is. So it gives you perspective. Mm-hmm. Like isolation gives you perspective on what you actually care about. And, but not that I'm advising self-imposed isolation. Although a little bit of it is probably healthy.
1: Oh, a little bit is um, definitely yeah.
2: healthy. Um, and yeah, it just gives you an appreciation for when things are good, you know. Mm. Um, but- and the, w- the one thing I missed, the, one of the things I missed about public life, mm. public life, <laughs> life in public, yes. um, was, um, as I think said to you, the Fraternity of the Yes. So, um, I think I told you both this story, but I was on uh, the train coming back from Cardiff. And there was a, a guy sitting behind me with his girlfriend. And I, they must have been play fighting or something. And he just kept making this sound. Ow. Ow. ow uh, repeatedly. Yeah. Even when they stopped play fighting, he just kept doing it. And everyone in the carriage was clearly getting silently pissed off, but wasn't going to say anything because we're British. Yeah. And then the guy next to me just said, shut the fuck up. Right. And so a hush descended. Yeah. <laughs> which is one of my favorite sentences. And the guy behind, I, I assumed it was me that had said it. So he leaned forward and he went, "You fucking what?" Mm. And I just didn't know what was going on. I, I sincerely, what? He went, what did you just say? And then I clicked that he must have assumed it was yeah. me. Thought right, I can do one of two things here. I can either point at the guy next to me and go, "No, it was him." Um, which, when you think about it, shouldn't be wrong because he's placed himself in the line of conflict fire here. Yeah, he's volunteered himself to stand to you know, yeah, to be the martyr for this
0: guy. Um, but also that just seemed to have become a, but al- you know, like, oh, he did it. It's like, yeah, but also it's yet. like
2: childish. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and I don't want to just make a problem.
0: Yeah.
2: So I thought, I need to do that or I can just kind of own it and go, you, weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, I wasn't going to do that either. So I just kind of went, mm. I just, you yeah. know, shrugged and turned yeah. away. And he leaned back in the seat and just whispered, dickhead. Um, but then when he left the carriage, when he left the train, the guy next to me just turned to me, patted me and just held out his fist for a fist bump. Mm. So little things like that make you miss. <laughs> True, and overhearing conversations like two ten-year-old boys—I uh, assume they were ten—I assumed um, one of them turned to the other and said, "I feel like we've been drifting apart." <laughs>
0: <So> <laughs> that's that's big for a ten-year-old. Yeah. I'm gonna—I'm gonna say that he
2: comes from a
1: divorced, yeah. divorced uh, family. Yeah. No, but I—I I certainly said it to you, um, Sam, earlier on. Yeah. Um, was. So there was an occasion for the, for the listeners there was an occasion where I showed up to a recording for a podcast in a shirt um, <laughs> yeah just a normal shirt you know I was in a shirt yeah um, a bit looking a bit smarter yeah and you know i got, I got a few looks it was yeah. a bit like all right mate yeah. you know you know you think you think you're better than us what kind yeah. of attitude and then I showed up today with a cap on and a hoodie. Uh, and slightly baggier trousers, um, and a guy offered me a fist bump. and was like, <laughs> yes, brother. And I'm like, right.
2: Yeah, so again, just <laughs> to clarify, we record these podcasts in pont a yes. which is where me and John live. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't really... It's black and white for us, so we either give you a key to the town or we spit on you. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those
0: um, two things. Um, the home of um, widows and single mothers, single teenage mothers. Well, yeah, in
2: Ponti you'll know there are there are three
0: distinct demographics.
1: And you'll find well, all of them in Wetherspooners.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. There, Well, there are four distinct demographics. Okay. There's young mothers and their children, young single mothers and their children. Yeah. Not judging. Um, there are drug addicts hunting for their next fix. Uh, that stride determinately through the high street yep. for what passes as a high street Um and elderly people and me and Jordan. <laughs>
0: those, <laughs> those are the four demographics yeah, yeah.
2: of uh, Ponty. Yeah, it's not, you know,
0: I... I Except I w- for Fridays and Saturday nights where all the gym
2: bunnies all the materialize. And, yeah, 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 yeah. What goofy testosterone. Yeah. Yeah, as I've once one said. Um, but, yeah, Ponty, I will always love Ponty, you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I would never advertise it. It's, no. um... Yeah, we. this is a good little example microcosm no I've got two little stories if I may be yeah. permitted I've talked a lot but um so two little stories to illustrate what Ponty is we were in me and Jordan were in our local Whalespoons and um, don't sponsor us um and there was a woman there with her phone and she was clearly retarded and <laughs> uh, she no okay i got to specify that were not, not actually you know she yeah. wasn't no, meant to no, be disabled yeah, she just, was just, just an idiot just stupid yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she kept, I wouldn't call a retard a retard I just did
1: <laughs> but oh, anyway. uh, if we managed to get any of these monetized <laughs> on YouTube this is fucked
2: yeah, I think I've torpedoed that for us to be honest oh yeah uh, but she came up to me and Jordan and just said can you try and activate the bluetooth on- she didn't use the word activate I'm paraphrasing uh, yeah. can you activate the bluetooth on my phone and I was like okay and it was a really old model I went I'll give it a go but I'm not sure I'll know how to do this so, like, oh, okay, love. So I tried going through it. I just couldn't figure it out. You can figure it out. Yeah. So I just gave the phone back to her and said, oh, I'm, I'm not sure. Sorry. And she went, what do you mean you're not sure? I went, I, I don't know. I don't know. And she went, well, look at you. You're not thick, are you? So for her, there existed two types of people. Yep. People who know nothing and then people who know everything. Yep. There's <laughs> no continuum for her. Yeah. So just because we wore glasses... We were smart. We were smart, and thus had to know how the Bluetooth worked on our phone. So that's one story. And then in, another in one.
0: fairness, though, um, yeah. I've had a bunch of people who've mistaken me for somebody who reads. Because oh of my yeah, classes. you do
2: look like someone who reads, though. To be fair, yes. you do. Yeah, yeah
0: you do. Um, well, you never read book in your life no I think I read uh, when I was in school and I had to read books I read books. you
2: didn't read books that you had to read in school You watched famously the, you, oh, w- no, no. you watched the, of the, of the film, film
1: version
0: okay. definitely no no I'm, I'm talking about like in primary school where you had to read a book so the, like, that, the ones with the pictures for pages yeah those <laughs> ones <There's, laughs> Hungry Caterpillar <all> <laughs> we, we studied oh,
1: we studied yes. the great
2: the great Gatsby at A level yeah and the the film the, the Baz Luhrmann film came out in did the you, year did you watch the film instead no you're just he didn't even do that a bunch of people, there was like sort of a, an, an unofficial class trip to the cinema because mm. kids didn't want to read the book. So it's like, oh, we'll go and watch the film. I did read the book. and I did go and watch the film. You didn't even bother going to watch the film, did you?
0: Well, it sounds like I was spared.
2: Oh, you were. Don't get me wrong. hear the reviews of But it. you didn't even take the lazy way out. No. You didn't even aspire to no, the lazy I way out. No, I still got to be. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but I think our grades, our testament, our indictment of the whole education system. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. We shouldn't
2: have done well at all, given how we treated no. um, our studies. But anyway, um, what the hell were we saying? Second
0: story about Ponty
2: Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. You. You. Yeah. I was going to go on to yeah. that, but I feel like the, okay. Um, yes, the second story is we were in a place called Soul Suite. Um, how would you describe Soul Suite, Jordan? Oh, it's trash, isn't it? It's It's, it's,
0: it's a nightclub that um, 15, 60-year-olds go to.
2: Yeah, people who haven't hooked up in in the other clubs and pubs in Ponty end up in Soul Suite. I always describe it as if Ponty is like a puddle of scum, Soul Suite is the drain from which it emerged. Mm. Um, Yeah. Have you ever been to Soul Suite, Eddie? I don't think so. No, we'll take you there one day. Please Um, don't. No, it's like my... You know, you get like those... um, you, know, you get like the New York tours that go to the obvious places, and you've got like the se- the the real tours of New York that take you to like the best little chicken <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> so, you know, like the the, the Insider. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Our Insider tours taking people to Soul Street. Um So we were there, and there was a, a, a woman there, and she started talking to me, and she said, oh, I don't like the music they're playing. I don't like, you know, the, the DJs not playing songs I like. I wanted to play this song and he was doing requests, right? Yeah. So I said, Oh, you should go ask him to play that song. I, that's all I said. And she yeah. turned to her friends and went, This guy's smart. We should follow him. <laughs> and I left at that, that point, didn't
0: I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I turned to and went, we're going. Yeah, we're going.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't abide by that. Yeah. This guy's smart. <laughs> drink, <we'll follow> <laughs> drink up.
0: Drink, drink up. We're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> drink up, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So that's Pontine in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, I remember. Um, so when I obviously moved to Cardiff and I met you, the first time we ca- I came down to Ponty for a night out and I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And I just, you introduced me to the Weatherspoons, <laughs> which again, up until that point, you know, I hadn't really spent that much time in the Weatherspoons prior to being 18. Yeah. Which, is, you know, is amazing. because these- I don't think
2: I ever had. I don't think I'd ever been in the Wetherspoons
1: before being 18.
2: Not yeah, once. No. But yet
1: these days, you know... The amount of fifteen, sixteen. Oh year yeah, these days, yeah, People yeah. that try and come in. Um, so yeah, it was like a completely alien sort of thing. I was like, oh, I, I, well, I, you know, I'd gone to one like the first day I came to Cardiff. Yeah. Um, but you know, you sort of. But it wasn't like the one I'd gone to in Cardiff. Mm.
0: Um What the Ponty spoons? Yeah. No, no,
1: no. No, it, it was a, a lot rougher. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Well, that's thing in Cardiff. That like it just in the city centre. How many spoons are there? Yeah, in the city centre. Uh, one, two, three. Four in the actual city centre itself. And then like a few surrounding the, you know. Yeah, and then there's yeah. four, well, five surrounding
2: it. Yeah. So, you know, you, you've got like an old theatre that's been repurposed. <laughs> yeah. Um, one is just your typical pub, I guess, you know, central bar.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: You know, it covers quite, it covers a lot. You've gamut. got
0: one, which uh, a friend of ours, well, a few people we know have worked at, where the female toilets are a palace, yeah, basically, yeah. aren't they?
2: So it covers the whole thing.
0: It's, it's like a fountain and a waiting to... room for the toilets. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And they tried to film a
1: TV, a well-known TV show in there. Did they? Um, and What, what TV f- show was it? It was Doctor Who. Uh, okay. And yeah. Weatherstone said no. <laughs> which was no, name? no, but the, they, yeah, they they were trying to f- film a scene or something. And they literally wanted it for, like, two days, apparently. Right. And it's not like it would have completely... You, it's not like they would have had to have shut the pub all necessarily, or yeah. whatever. Um, and Spoons went, no, absolutely not.
0: Why, exactly? I don't know. I,
1: that's that's all I got told. Okay. Because they tried to film in
0: there. Is it because of the no... Because I've got something to say, if it's about no filming in toilets, but is it... Was it, like, a no filming in toilet thing, or were they just like, ah, oh, we don't need you? No, a, a, a Jenny, that I d- don't
1: think they wanted... To be on a TV show like that. I, I right. think it was. No, right. we're
0: not representing. Repre- <laughs> on a TV, TV show like. We're not know. being represented the biggest on thing, the BBC. The biggest show to come out of Wales, basically, other than like Sherlock. Yeah. Or- oh, yeah. Well, that was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, the Ponty Spoons yeah. is.
2: Um, it's the closest thing. It's it's like the club for the runda, really Yeah, well,
1: Yeah, because yeah, I don't remember which occasion it was that I went in first year, but I do remember someone. Scouring for cigarettes. Oh yeah, that sounds boring. Um, and offering something in exchange, which I, th- I think it was coke. Oh, was it to me?
2: Yes. Yes, it was coke.
1: Yeah, and being like, oh okay, because <laughs> that that was completely alien to me. Never, yeah, um, yeah. you know, never sort of. It's like oh, okay, what were you
0: offering him coke? Or- <laughs> and though a man offered me coke. Oh, I see. Uh, you, yeah, okay. a, man, a
1: man offered Sam coke in exchange for a you know a cigarette. Okay. Yeah, and being like. The amount of money you probably spent on the Coke. <laughs> oh, it was a good deal. Like <laughs> It was a really good deal for from, yeah. from, from me. Yeah. yeah. The of money he would have spent I didn't on exactly, the by the way. No. If, if indeed it was Coke. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, probably wasn't. But if he had spent all that money on Coke, you can buy a packet of fags for what, like a tenner? Yeah. 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 It's not that. like. I'm gonna say I assume Coke's a bit more
0: expensive. Well, if this was so when I'm going, you going for... to assume, yeah. <laughs> if this was when you first came to Ponty, fags would have been a lot cheaper back then as well. Actually, yeah. Well, I would say packs of ten would have still existed at that point. Yeah, yeah. packs yeah, of yeah, ten. And you probably could have got a twenty for like six or seven quid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was yeah six years ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was really weird. I went to Prague, I think it was in like 2017, late 2017, yeah. and of course they don't have as. Europe in general, I don't think, has as stringent cigarette laws mm, as they yeah. do in the UK. Um, just the novelty of, like, walking to a, sh- a shop and being able to buy... I didn't, but, like, being able to buy, like, a pack of 10 cigarettes for, mm. like, the equivalent of £3.50. Yeah, yeah. When, of course, here, by the end of next year, I think, um, they're looking to get... Because you can only buy packs of 20s now, mm. and they're going to cost, like, 15 quid, I think, for a pack right. of 20s. And mental cigarettes are being kicked out entirely. Well, that's how health conscious they are in
2: the in the on the continent, mm. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No wonder. And they wonder why we voted to leave. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> uh, um, fair play. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I, yeah. I pat myself on the back for that segue. Okay. Uh, yeah. So today, as uh, let's let's just shatter it. all illusion. <laughs> we record two
1: podcasts on the same day. Yes. So if it's yeah, we have yeah. briefly mentioned in the past that if it seems like we're talking about something and you're sat there listening going, bang on, that happened a week ago, it's because we record two... Yeah. Like
0: every,
1: th- every, yeah. Yeah, we, every two weeks we get together and record a block of two.
0: Yeah. So this yeah. is our um, second... Yeah, our future podcast. Our yeah. like, we'll be soon out of date podcast. Yes. yes,
2: yeah. Um, so today, as, as we are recording,
1: yeah.
0: it was announced that there will be
2: a general election
1: in... On the 12th of December. Yeah. So by the time you're hearing this... Um, that will probably change dates six times, yeah, um, yeah. won't be happening, uh, Jeremy Corbyn will be Prime Minister, yeah. um, and Do, everything will be
2: wrong yeah. with the
0: world. Do we care? No. 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 Okay.
2: I, I just wanted to bring it up to, to say how much we don't care. Right. Okay. Because I, uh, I mean Brexit is boring, let's face it. Yes. So, oh yeah. Um, boring and confusing. Boring, yeah, and it's been boring for quite a long time. Yeah. I was bored of Brexit a month after the vote, I think. Which was, how long ago was the vote now? Uh, was it 2017, was it? Was it
1: 2016? It's, I, I, I thought it was 16. I, I, I have no idea. Okay. All, 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 well, I, yeah. all I remember is I came back from Amsterdam the day they announced the vote, because ah. I I'd had to do a postal vote. Oh, no, it
0: was the same year
2: as Trump. It was the same year as Trump, so it would have been, yeah, he, he became president in 2017, so the election would have been in 2016. Yeah, okay. so, yeah. It's, it's so yeah, it's, it's 16. it was 16. Yeah.
0: I, 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 that was kind of nice, because it was, um, we had, like, it, everyone felt like th- the world had been fucked twice. Yeah, nobody yeah. thought we were going to leave, and nobody yeah. thought Trump was going to be president, and they no. both happened within, like, months of each other. And I was really happy about that. Just because, like, like what you were saying before about, um, I mean, he's back now, but when Spider-Man left the MCU, yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, things can happen. Yeah, not just because of that, but partly because of that. yeah. yeah.
2: Yes, like oh, it can be different than yeah you're being told, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I mean Brexit is the thing that irritates me. <laughs> is that I, when I was, I would say from the age of nineteen to twenty-three, I was a bit of a political junkie. You know, yeah. American mm-hmm. and British politics. I would absorb everything I could. and Listen to all the podcasts. You know, I like to think I was quite informed. Yeah, but but still relatively uninformed. Um, considering how much there is to know about all this stuff mm. and when you see people that you know know no better posting these things on social media yeah um these long didactic things about um why all tories are scum and how yeah how the labor are the ones
0: are informed yeah and how the Conservative Party are it's funny that things. isn't it how they're always left-leaning
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i think part, because part, no one right-leaning gives a shit
0: yeah,
2: right leaning I, I would say generally speaking, right leaning people te- well, they are conservative by nature, so yes. they tend not to they tend to keep their opinions themselves a little bit more. Yeah. But um it's just the self-righteousness of it all. And I think that in your twenties it's kind of it's necessary and almost incumbent upon you to go through a political phase.
0: Mm-hmm. Certainly during university. Yeah. That's but, one of the I, first I, things I don't they think encourage you, can you can avoid to. It have. No, you university. can't. Yeah. You can't. I my one of my first lecturers we had four hour lectures with him and yeah. three and a half hours of those four lectures would be just him ranting about politics. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Basically.
2: And I, I still, you know, I still care about culture a lot and, and politics
1: in culture. Yeah. But, um, so it doesn't, it does annoy me to an extent just how many people like, because they're like famous or whatever mm. decide that that means that they are the, the person you should listen to as a platform. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. That does annoy me a little bit.
2: Yeah, and it's just, yeah. Again, like I say, it's people that you know aren't informed. Yeah, really acting like they know this thing inside out. Mm. Yeah, you um, know,
1: there's yeah. a general election coming up. I will vote. Yeah, I will make my own decision based on what I. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the world won't end either way. No. No. You know. No. I mean, I'm not not being funny, you know, but the world's not going to end when Brexit happens.
2: No. It but as we've said, it's. I think it's like, <clears throat> when that if when that eventually happens, it'll be
0: so... many no,
1: I speak. think it's fair to say if. Yeah, yeah, Twitter, if, yeah. 2027. I think extended Well, not even that. Together.
0: Isn't there, like, a push? There are people pushing for a second... Yeah, there's for... people... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The, the thing is, is, there's people pushing for a second referendum. Yeah. And all these people, I don't think, have, are prepared to handle it if it goes the same
0: way. Yeah, it was like with Scotland, isn't it? They've had two votes now as to but whether they're depends. going to leave the UK and on both occasions... Scotland has said no we'll stay in the UK no, and is. they're still pushing for and it and
1: then they're so like oh should we do another one
0: yeah we yeah. lost
1: both times like, oh, oh no, no
0: you weren't you weren't paying attention the first time that's the thing with Brexit it's like they had on the news they had all these people about like oh I didn't actually know what it was yeah, yeah it was yeah. because
1: yeah. yeah they go on about how Brexit meant Brexit I'm not being funny I loved it when people were like oh yeah Brexit means Brexit because now they've learned what Brexit might mean yeah which <laughs> has changed however many yeah. times yeah, yeah the thing
2: like I you know it's um Ignoring what our own politics are. I don't really want to get into what, no, got what politics are. But um, it, it's this kind of... I think the reason... Part of the reason why... Yeah, no one thought Trump was going to get elected. No one thought we were going to vote to leave. is just... There's this complete... Right. It's based on this idea that... Left-leaning people will always say... The right-wing governs the media. Yeah. And the right-wing will always say that the left-wing governs the media. Mm, That's yes. the way it's good. Now... Ignoring our own personal politics, don't you think it's fair to say that vastly the media is left? Oh yeah, I would, yeah, I would certainly yeah think that yeah. Right, okay. So you're given this narrative about how things will turn turn out or how they should turn out, yeah. and so when most people who aren't on their high horses, just normal working class, ordinary citizens, exercise their opinion in the you know on the ballot. You get surprising results like this, and it's why it's a generation of I'm not gonna a generation of people are so shocked that it happened. They they can't fathom it. Like, but dude, I thought we all how oh my god! All oh this everyone's a racist. They can't <laughs>
0: compute it, you know. Yeah, and it's all just bound up in this. No, my dad genuinely the day yeah. uh, the morning of Brexit. Yeah. I think I was getting up for work. He was already up for work. I walked downstairs. Yeah. And saw the results. Yeah. And he said, oh, now we know how many racists are, racists are in the country. Right. And you agree that's ludicrous? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there are people
2: who just, like... You might have people who... I'm sure all racists pretty much voted for Brexit. I think that's fair to say. Okay, sure. Not everyone who voted Brexit was racist.
0: No, and that's the distinction that be yes. made. Yeah, yeah. not, not,
1: everyone does, uh, vote, not everyone that voted for Brexit is racist, but all racists voted for Brexit. Kind of.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah, if you will, yeah. I think, uh, like Obama, right? No strident... for No strident, oh, <laughs> no strident <laughs> racist in America. Vote, yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
2: Sorry, no strident racist what? No strident racist in America uh, voted for Obama. They right. were voted for his opponent. Yeah. But not everyone who voted for his opponent was a racist. Okay. Yeah. Right. And that is the fundamental confusion. Hmm. Um, not confusion... It's an ignorance is what it is. I, it's just this kind of... It's, it's some of that Ponty thinking spreading, isn't it? <laughs> it is. That inability to think outside your own little bubble of... Um, and everyone talks about this and preaches about how we're all in our social media bubbles and are going along the same tram lines. But it really, really is true. You know what I mean? You... you and I think for me, it's just, I think we need to be fair in this game. And it is a game. But fair in the sense of... You can have your own opinions, but you can't have your own facts. I'm not the first person to say that. No. But, like, the thing about saying, oh, you know, the the, the media is biased towards... Cons-. It's not. If we're going to talk objectively about these things, you have to admit, at least, that the media has a left-wing leaning. Overwhelmingly. Yes. You've got Fox News, you've got various things, but, you know, yeah. overwhelmingly.
0: Well, would you say that, I mean, in America, most certainly, would you yeah. say that's the case in Britain as well?
2: Yeah. I think the BBC, which is... Nominally impartial, even they, uh,
0: you know. Oh, well, I mean, you can't deny the BBC News. We, you know, we can say what you say about that. Yeah, and The yeah. BBC is an organisation. You can't deny that Well, you talk about that a bit, like the policy. You okay, know what yes. Uh, right. In 2016, I believe it was, uh, something like that, they announced a policy which basically stated that as of 2020, their organisation would be 50% men, 50% women. That's... That, both, ha- that hasn't happened though. Shortly. No, but no, that's I both really on so. and off camera. It's 50% men and 50% women, 13% Asian and black,
2: yeah.
0: and 8% LGBTQ. Plus. Plus. AIP, whatever the yeah, yeah, acronym is. And a partridge and a pear tree. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> yeah, so by 2020, those are the numbers they will have. They'll be on and off camera. But also I this is like, feel free to, you know, fact check me on this. But I'm pretty sure the BBC is also cutting jobs as well. Yeah, so yeah. how to make, room. to make room? Yeah, but that's the thing. How are you? So if you're going to be
1: fired, like
0: yeah, if you're going to be white
1: males, if you're going to be hiring
0: people, and they are, I'm not. This is yeah, this yeah. is not me. Like, how, there are genuinely job postings by the BBC where it says black people only. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, people only. Yeah, yeah. How are they finding room for these people while also? cutting jobs yeah there are genuine there have even been cases of Mm. it there's like a I can't remember his name but there's like a radio DJ DJ, who worked for the company for like years and years and years and had his own audience and they fired him because he was a white guy yeah and I'm not saying that Mm. that's like you know like it's happening but I'm not saying like oh the BBC is like constantly firing Mm. white people and there's this like whatever Um, but yeah like if an organisation is implementing policies like that Mm. surely it's fair to Draw a correlation with their news network and say, "Well, surely that's going to rub off on the people who work in, you know, the people who are telling us yeah. the news." That's the thing. I think
2: those kinds of diversity policies—they're not evil-minded, right? Because I don't think there's, uh, you know, there, there's no, um, there's no cap caprice here. There's no, caprice, you know, it's all. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I. Th- it, it's under the guise of nobility. Mm. It's not evil-minded, but it is evil-spirited. And what I mean by that is they're not operating with a sinister agenda. No. But what motivates that beneath everything is really quite, if not evil, then profoundly stupid and misguided.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not speaking out against it in the sense of like, oh, you know... Yeah, fifty percent of women shouldn't be at the BBC. No, but you know, I they, sort they want, of am saying that though. No, but they, they want to reflect, isn't it? The, the yeah, they want, is reflect, they want to reflect yeah. modern and I understand and because, because they're government
2: funded and taxpayer funded. Yeah, then they have a kind of mandate to yeah
0: represent mm-hmm. equally. Yeah, and on the surface, it like that's the thing. On the surface, if you take it completely at face value, yeah. we want women and uh, minorities and people of you know the LGBT community. Yeah, yeah. We want them to have a voice proportional to the people that are in the country. On the surface, yeah. that sounds like a fantastic voice. yes. But the problem is, um, you know, when you implement that policy, you start to see problems cropping in. Mm. Like you know, you've got people you're having to get rid of people who are already at that yeah. organisation, and also you can't rule out the possibility that people who might be better for a job that yeah. don't fit the diversity hire yes. and not getting. Picked. and let's face it most of the time just by sheer odds that's going to be the case yeah yeah because there are more men and it's not more, even like you know, oh there's a, more men but yeah, yeah and men, i'm not yeah. even saying like oh there's a there's a white male who's not getting hired there yeah. could be a white woman who's not getting hired yeah yeah
2: yeah you know? we'll say well, this goes across the board
0: yeah yeah um yeah well i mean it's a
2: utopian design isn't it mm-hmm. and i would just advise you know i'm not an expert but you need to do only some cursory reading of history i advise uh, you know um <laughs> any listener to look back at any state before this tried utopian design and seeing how that's worked out. Mm, yeah. You can't say say our organisation is going to be fifty percent men, fifty percent women. That and engineer things around that. It can't work like no, that. Yeah. It if has to be a meritocracy.
1: Saying, if you're gonna get there, it you do it over time. You don't go right. We're doing it at this point. If it means we're sacking people, we're sacking people. You. I don't see like doing it that way. You know. Get. You know. If you end up getting rid of someone and you go. Just, for example, you get rid of a white male, you replace yeah. him uh, with a black female, or whatever. Yeah. For the sake of this argument, the white male
0: actually happens to be a hell
1: of a lot better at that role than the black female.
0: Yeah, that's that's my major problem yeah. with it. Is it's it's um, it's taking into account what you are as opposed to what you can do. Yeah, like it's yeah. not you're not being hired based on skill, which surely should be. Yes. At the forefront when it comes to a job, yeah, are you capable of? Are you the best person for doing this job? Not. You know, Yeah. do you fit? Because what happens if you like, when you hit your thresholds, it's like, oh, we've got enough gay people, thanks. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we've, we've we've hit our targets, we don't need you yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. I, think. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I mean,
1: for me, I, I, a lot of it, I un- completely understand why they're doing it. Mm. And I mean, there's probably a chance that, you know, of coming across as ignorant because I mean, as we, you know, when we were talking about Brexit just then, Mm. I don't care. Like, I completely get doing it. I understand. And, you know, Mm. it's it's 2019, you know, it's all about, you know, inclusion and everything like that. Mm. I completely get it. Yeah. But I am (coughs) also a little bit bored of just hearing all this, you know, as I said to you, like when... You know, they when they they announced that that the date for the ele- the election. Mm. My main sadness was that means that we now know when John Burke is stepping down as common <laughs> common yeah. a, as the common speaker. Oh, order. Yeah. order,
0: order, yeah, order. Yeah.
1: Because you know, I've never sat there and watched a thing, watched like a common session. I've, I've watched like highlights. No, yeah. but if I've watched anything like out of the top of it it it's just watching clips of him
2: (laughs) because they are
1: funny as fuck yeah so and who you know whoever comes in it just isn't going to be the same you know when boris walked out of the house the the commons you know like a little literally not that long ago yeah and he's just stood there well no no uh, right uh, okay the prime minister doesn't want to engage and he's just like literally as he's walking you know Boris Johnson's just walking off past it, yeah. <laughs> but the way he handles it has still got the people in stitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that is, the, the problem is, is, that is my level of caring about most things. No, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, you have to sort of get past it something, it, life is not about politics. No. It can't be about, po- the whole point of politics, it, uh, surely, is that it's just supposed to work and you don't notice it working. Mm-hmm. That's what it's for, it's to make mm-hmm. your life just, e- you know, not easy, but you know
1: what I mean. Um, I I don't work for the government or the council, I don't need to...
2: Yeah, yeah, it's not your, you know, it's not your life. You make your decision who you want in power and that's
1: that.
2: Let's talk a little bit about no platforming, just because, um, and that sort of thing, because I remember being in university and having these fiery arguments with my course mates. Mm. um, uh, Because Roosh V, was that the guy? He was the ITV, um, you know, chat up Guru, was that his name? Roosh V? I don't know, what is this? He was like he was, you know, a, a comedian. I think,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, comedian. Um, who, yeah, is that a chat about uh, you know a ladies' man chat artist mm. sort of thing? And um, what are they called? Something artists. Uh, what is isn't Someone who just chats up. Like they're, they, they got yeah. Like they, they experts at pulling women. Basically, there's a certain name for them. Something artists. Creeps. Eps- yeah, creeps. <laughs> creep yeah, and this guy was a creep, right? <laughs> but he was coming to Cardiff, I think, to do a talk or something, mm. and he got no platform. Now, I hate this guy. Everything I saw about him, right? But I was like, oh, good. Good that he's been no-platformed. And my thing is, if there's enough people that want to pay to go see him, mm. then just give him the platform. And mm. my only contention was just give him the platform and then not protest it, but just counter-argue it. You know, just have your own thing against it. And... Even my lecturers were taking me to task for daring to suggest that this guy should have a platform. Like, I'm not. I I agree with him. I just think silencing someone is counterintuitive to a conversation. Oh
1: no. Well, Jimmy Carr is someone who has talked about like he would much rather people who don't want him to be up on the stage, yeah, come to his show and have a debate with him about it, and like yeah. you know, call them out or whatever, mm-hmm. and have a debate with it. Because at the end of the day. Comedy is subjective, yeah. so if they don't find him funny, well, they're not—they're not wrong. But he'd much rather have that dialogue, yeah, mm. than you know them screaming for him to have no platform across social media or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I just—I mean, I, I don't remember the person that you're on about, but I do sort of think, yeah, as, as you say, if there's enough people. You know, I mean, the amount of people that complain about Bill Burr, or you know, for yeah, yeah, like an like Apple, not only really the same thing, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you yeah. know. But like, at the same time, there are people who want to listen to Bill Burr, or, you know, yeah, yeah, plenty of people. Well, and um, if Joel... there's an audience, sorry, Go no, you haven't finished. Your I was there, but if there, you know, if there's an if there's an audience for this person who was coming to Cardiff, or whatever, yeah, well, okay, cool, let him do his thing. I'm not
2: me. It's it's the willful. Um Suspension of irony as well, mm. which is wh- when people talk about these comedians and this idea that everything they say they- is what they literally believe as if they're going up on stage and reciting their philosophy, their sincere philosophy mm-hmm. mm. they're having a laugh yeah do you know what I mean I- and it should be at the expense of everyone as far as I'm concerned, yeah yeah mm. you know um I do like comedy to have a point, and I- yeah I don't think you should just laugh at you know people with limps falling over <laughs> but <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, but that's funny <laughs> No, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just think an- anyone can be a target if you, if for the right reasons, I suppose. Yeah. Well, um, yeah.
0: Jordan Peterson is a fantastic example of that backfiring, isn't it? Right. He's been on podcasts where he said that he's been in positions where people have no platformed him. Yeah. And it's just resulted in him reaching a wider audience. Yeah, so all that, yeah, that's all it yeah. that ever does. Mm. There's yeah. like, a, he was going to speak at a university. I think it's that video of him like, standing outside on a campus and people, he's like talking to people and he's like standing on like a, uh, like a raised area or something Mm. Yeah, um, where they wouldn't let him speak at the university, but there was like a venue across the street that had twice the seating or like three times the seating. And they were like, Oh, come here instead. Mm. And he spoke like that venue sold out. Yes. Yeah. Um, Or indeed like the, the the now infamous Kathy, Kathy Newman interview Mm -hmm. where they were constantly trying to sort of push him into a corner and get him to, you know, Sort of twist the what his answers into something yeah. that they wanted, whatever it was about. Yeah, her. yeah. Um, and the internet made a fool of her. Yeah, you know, Peterson wasn't. You know, the, the I think in the media they took against Peterson slightly, yeah, yeah. but in terms of the internet, she was definitely but vilified.
2: That sort it. of shows the bubble more than most things. Like when they put those things up, like they they seem to be doing it as if they really think they've dressed this guy down. Mm. They have no idea they come across looking like idiots or, yeah. you know, ignorant or arrogant or whatever. Um, there was a guy who worked at Netflix, and this is a story from last year. He was, um, what was his name? His name was Jonathan Friedland. Okay. And he was a communications executive at Netflix, and they had a board meeting, and he was talking about words that people find offensive. Yeah. And in that, he said um, the N-word is offensive. Uh-huh. He got fired for that, right? Fucking hell. Um, okay. Yo. Now, I want to... S- bear in mind, not only w- was what he was saying in context, yeah. the whole point of the meeting was about avoiding any potential yeah. offensive you know, yeah. comment. Um, so this is what uh, the CEO has said about it. Um, His descriptive use of the N-word on at least two occasions at work showed unacceptably low racial awareness and sensitivity. Now, ignoring the fact that was saying don't use it. Ignoring the fact they were talking about racial sensitivity. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like that thing, it showed a lack of, of racial awareness and sensitivity. Yeah. Doesn't don't they just sound like Orwellian Big Brother terms? It sounds like he it. failed to comply
0: with our racial sensitivity program. You know, it what I sounds mean? like a parody. It genuinely yeah. sounds like a parody. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, you know, we can't use this word. <gasps> you said the word. Yeah. You know, your life is now over.
2: Yeah. So American man says he likes Mexican people and has been fired because of his derogatory use of the word Mexican. Yes, <laughs> you know. Um, wh- the question is, will this stop? Will this stop, or is it going to inflate and, and inflate and inflate? I
0: genuinely don't. know. The problem is,
2: all balloons burst, and I just I'm worried that when this does burst, it's going to swing too far the other way because you've got that is the problem, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean,
0: genuinely, because yeah. you've
2: got the alt right, which is a response to you know Hillary Clinton robot that she was, yeah. right.
0: Well... (laughs) Not that we're going to talk about our politics at this point. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think um, we exclusively have since saying that. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, it's more about... It's still culture, isn't it? About what's acceptable in language and all that sort of stuff.
0: But, um, yeah, like... And I mean, it's genuinely like, you know, you two in particular, you're writers. I write a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you embark on your desired careers, this is all stuff that's, like... It, yeah, this matters. Yeah, relevant yeah. to you. Like you're going to be having these discussions with people, and you're going to be like, "Oh, can I? You know, can I tell the story that I want to tell?" But that's the thing.
1: If I wanted to write a story, and it was, you, you know, I was right. I was trying to think of a script that includes language like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a play called Mogadishu, and I feel like right. What was it called? It, sorry, it's called Mogadishu. Mogadishu. Okay. And I feel like it's mentioned in there, but if I was going to write, a, 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 you know, a script, and I, and it called for a character to say it, yeah, that that then I'd write it. But yeah. I, that th- to me, you know, I could write it down, and people aren't going to say shit. Yeah, yeah. But if I, you know, all all you'd need is a video of, you know, if it got to like a rehearsal, you'd have a video of me reading that bit as part of a rehearsal or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Put that online, and suddenly, you know
2: yeah your career is yeah. over yeah,
1: yeah yeah. I think it's the case of you know I
2: yeah if you're writing that sort of story yeah you're going to use that sort of language yeah and I'll be damned if someone's going to tell me what I can and can't write no. and like you know and yeah if you don't want to produce my content fair enough but even if it's at the stage where like you're casting and say I've got four leads and I cast four white people right just not because they're white just I cast four white people mm. and someone comes along and says you need to cast someone who's not white yeah. and, but I have my four perfect actors Damn it, if I'm going to, like, just... Yeah, okay. Just for the sake of something.
1: Yeah. yeah you like, know what I mean? It's, I found the four perfect cast members... No, no. you right. I'll keep one white guy. Yeah. I'll hire a black female and an Asian woman. And, um, I'm you know...
2: And that's the lie of sitcoms nowadays, isn't it? And, like... Yeah. Because it, it is just a utopian vision of what it could be. And I'm not... And I'm not against that vision, obviously. But, like, um... Thing, you know, where there's the black friend, there's the Asian friend... How many? When you look at friendship groups, generally speaking, it's quite homogenous,
0: isn't it? Racially well, speaking. Well, again, we live in Wales. Yeah, I do. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, but this is the thing. I looked this up uh, in conjunction with the the BBC thing. Yeah, just yeah. To, you know, because they <laughs> say it's supposed to reflect. And in fairness, the BBC is all over the UK. Yeah. Um, Wales is, I think, ninety five percent white. Right. Um, I I have no friends of color. I think in school. Um, yeah there were probably only a handful of people of colour. Yeah. You know, and that's all, you know, people of colour. There yeah. were only a handful. I think there was like two in our year group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's incredible. I, I, no,
2: we have one friend of colour, but he he's from, um, I believe his mother is from Pakistan, Pakistani heritage.
0: Oh, yes. But his, his father is yes. white,
2: as yeah. far as I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the closest we get, you know. hmm. um, see,
1: see, it's interesting because when I was in my first primary school,
2: Yeah.
1: that I think was more, I remember that being more diverse. Yeah. Than the future ones. Because when I went to my fir- like, first, like first place, there was like someone who was from like Asian descent, mm. someone who was Indian, yeah, uh, someone who was black. So, you know, but then I sort of moved up north. Yeah. And I, I think you know my, co- my, my certainly the first like form or class or whatever you know mm-hmm. I think all oh, that was basically oh, all yeah, yeah white yeah and then as you say now I mean you know I work in a pub in the summer we had I think maybe three or four members of staff that were of color I think, like like you know maybe know, actually might I think it was five okay um, but the summer's over now. And people have gone off and done whatever, mm. which means we've now got, I think,
0: two. Yeah, right. um, I'm, I'm not denying that you. You know, I'm not saying oh, you don't get mixed friendship groups. No, that. no, I most glad. certainly and do. And this is
2: the thing, like, but, but those these
0: store, you know, the, the stories that were given, and, and also was- in Cardiff because Cardiff has very much become a student city, so you yeah. get people coming yes, from all yeah. over the place.
1: Yes, but uh, even still, my closest friends, generally speaking,
2: oh, why, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, um, and that's you know, just as a matter of. The, that's the way it is it's not like yeah. a choice no, oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. um it's a um but these stories and tv shows from they're all kind of harvested in the metropolitan nexus aren't they where it is multicultural and it is this so there is a bit of a blindness in terms of what reality actually does reflect in most places mm-hmm. like friends you know i read so many articles now that say like um oh friends are so white as, as if that's a bad thing <laughs> not, do you know what I mean? Not not bad. That like oh, it, you know, it's good that it doesn't have black people. I mean, as if whiteness. <clears throat> fucking, hell, I'm getting really yeah, actually, <laughs> you, you're getting agitated. As, really as, as if whiteness as if whiteness is
1: something in and of itself that's kind of to be it's reviled. Be, yeah, it's, sort it's, of pushed again. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, the fact of the matter mm. is, is all of these articles then ignore the fact that friends at the time was a like. It's a such a basic show. Yeah. But it the, was revolutionary. It was. The, a story hit recently. I think it was a Lad Bible or something.
0: Oh, Unilad. And
2: it was the... The most reliable. Uh, the I, know, I know, I know.
0: I had a... I don't uh, hang around with him anymore, but I had a guy who genuinely got all of his news from Lad Bible. <laughs> and <Uni laughs> <Lads>. You, you
2: <laughs> got rid of him from your life. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, the this article was how Matthew... It, it came to light. that the, the friends writers had an idea where that would involve Chandler going to a gay bar mm. <clears throat> where he has a a certain sub you know sandwich and he likes it so much that he keeps wanting to go back to the gay bar but doesn't want to look like he's gay mm. um, and he said I'm not going to do it okay now I'm not it's a separate argument
0: over whether that would have been a good storyline to do did they uh, just out um, of curiosity did they list the reason why he said he didn't want to do it
2: I don't think they did but it's probably the reason you imagine okay <clears throat> which like was not going to even come close to depicting gay people as, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Whatever. That, that is what it is. But that article went on to say, our oh, friends was never really good about LGBTQIA plus issues. Right. And I'm thinking, and, and their argument was that all the men kind of have a fear of femininity, you know, like when they have the male nanny, you know, <coughs> yeah. uh, when they, Ross and Rachel have the male nanny and how Ross is uncomfortable with his. Fe- now, Sorry, but the, ma- the matter of fact... Less and less so, but especially back then. Men do have that kind of terror of like anything vaguely feminine or homoerotic. You know i mean like, oh, I'm not that, oh, gay. Yeah. In primary school, everything was, oh, you're gay. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not saying that's good, but the point is we didn't then grow up to be homophobes. No. Anyway. Didn't, but, didn't Friends depict... No, it? this is my point. Yeah. So Friends... So this article was saying, oh, it was never really good about um, homosexuality because of this, these things. It had the first ever lesbian wedding. The first ever lesbian wedding. And Chandler's dad yeah. was a drag act. Which, okay, there's a few jokes at his expense, but yes. these are sympathetic characters that were meant to like. Yeah. And a lesbian wedding is a, a very sympathetic... It's not like, oh, there's a lesbian wedding in the show and it's ridiculed. No, it's an it, expression I mean, it was a
1: big deal. Ross, yeah. I'm pretty
2: sure, walks his ex-wife down the aisle. Yeah, yeah. That's how supportive the characters are of this. Yeah. And... I'm fully with them on that score you know but to then just to claim that friends was never I don't know what you have to do anymore I don't know what is what counts as being friendly to
1: these various (laughs) letters I I just don't know what it is anymore no I'd also say like just like with the whole male nanny thing yeah until I like babysat for neighbours and like family members when I was younger yeah I don't remember another, like, boy who, who did babysitting. It was all... It was all yeah. girls. It was, you know... Yeah. Because when I, I told people at school that I was going to babysit my cousin or, you know, the neighbours, mm-hmm. the thing is like, y- but, but you? Like, yeah, you're, you're a boy. if they, Is are not... You know, and, and it was that reaction.
2: And I think it's sort of the, this whole, whatever have you, movement, whatever you want to call it, it's trying to cloud the fact that we all exist with certain um, preconceptions about things Mm. and and certain expectations, right? So, for instance, well, comedy, a lot of it is about subverting expectation. Yeah. And what they're trying to tell us is that expectations are in and of themselves, whatever, patriarchal, or whatever word you want to use. Expectations are prejudicial. Mm. If there are no expectations, we can't even have a conversation with each other. No. You have to exist with a a basic set of assumptions Mm. about things. The fact that men are expected to be masculine, so when they're not, because that is subverting your idea of what a man is, it can be funny. It doesn't mean that feminine, that you look down on any men who exhibit feminine. I wouldn't be friends with you, Eddie.
1: I know, I was just saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, but legitimately, I am rather feminine. Yeah, You know, I really am, and... I'm not I, should, I don't hide it. I'm not ashamed of it. No, of course not. I'm, you know, and I think all three of us, by
0: certain standards are quite feminine. Mm. We're certainly not, um, you know, testosterone and, you no. know, that we're not bad at all. I mean, yeah. you know,
1: out of fear of hitting another person, I once punched a wall. Yeah. And then immediately regretted it and thought I was the biggest idiot on the planet. Yeah. You know, I'm not the, you know, you, would what is okay? The like stereotypical rugby boy that will bang his head against something and do it—that's just not me. Yeah, yeah. I'm very comfortable in like being me. You know, yeah. I, I don't hide the fact that I'm rather feminine. Don't really care.
0: Yeah,
1: it's that's just who I am. That's, that's yeah. You know, I, you know you, like you know. See, I talked in the previous podcast. I talked about the fact that I worked in care. Like. But that surprised a lot a lot of people that things like that. Because I remember having a conversation which like, is that not like you don't get many men doing that job. Yeah. And then I was trying to explain that actually when I the first place I worked at in Cardiff, that was an all male staff team. I mean it had to be an all male staff team yeah. because of the clientele. Yeah, yeah, right.
2: Well, that's very um what are you
1: saying? Um <laughs> I, I I'm not
2: are you saying that women, broadly speaking, aren't as physically equipped to deal
1: with? Uh, no, I'm saying. <gasps> How it, dare you, Ed? I'm saying in that particular house, yeah. uh, There was a ruling, right, uh, uh, in place as exception. Oh, I see. Okay, um,
2: no, this is actually a thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Sorry, being
1: thing. I'm being legitimate. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. being sexist.
2: Um, no, no. We we. Were, <laughs> I think what we were trying to do there was to point out that it wouldn't have been even if that.
1: Wasn't the case? No. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the, you know. So, but it it was an all male staff team. Yeah. And that just sort of it's like, really like, yeah. yeah. And but it, it isn't. I think it's only when you work in that environment that I think you realise actually there's quite a good split. For, yeah. You know, because before the one in Cardiff, I worked in a play scheme where uh, my father lives. Yeah that was a fairly, you know, well split. That wasn't, okay, maybe there was slightly more female members of staff than there were male. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there was still plenty of male staff that worked there.
2: Yeah. I, th- I think the thing is, it's like, my broad, my TLDR, <laughs> is that um, we have to get past this idea that assumptions are haram, which I, I couldn't think, is there like a a, a Christian equivalent of that? like a sin you know it's a thing, yeah a thing, taboo, I, you th- mm, yeah so I the muslim word wasn't loaded um but assumptions are not haram um and <laughs> <laughs> i think the problem with this one of the problems with this ideology is that it's unsustainable like um you're just people who really adhere to it mm. are just going to alienate everybody around them and the fact is you can't keep fractionating people in different groups yeah where's where where the end yeah where's the end because yeah. as jordan pearson has pointed out Western civilization already did that because and they fractionated it down to the level of the individual. Mm. And that's how you judge people on their individuality. Mm. Not by their group. We already sorted that out. It's been done already. Yeah. The Enlightenment happened. Because um, yeah. yes, otherwise if we're going back up a tier where does it end? What if okay, I'm not black and I'm not gay um, well, I'm and I'm not, not disabled. I'm not hiring you then. I'm not disabled. But I come from a low economic background. Is that a thing? Does that count as equality? You know it is an infinite pool. And so you have to contend with the reality that, oh, yeah, I, when all is said and done, everyone is different. <laughs> you yeah. have to judge yeah. everyone on, you know, their own terms.
0: Who is the... I can't remember which comedian it is, but somebody does a joke about how racists see the world.
2: Uh, Richard Herring. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's funny.
2: It's basically... Um, it's it's an absurdist point, but like, the idea that... Um, the the point of the joke is that racists are less racist than non-racists oh yeah uh basically he says that um you as like metropolitan Mm. liberal you know open-minded people probably think there are 196 countries each with distinct identities distinct cultures and everything um and he said but racists think there are like there are four types of people you're white you're black you're chinese or you're Mexican I think mm. or something like that Oh, um, Arab was it? Like, oh, like, like, no but like, like Mexican then. is covered under that oh, if you right, racist okay. right, right I see. Um, and then he says um, if you're an extreme racist you either see every- people as black or white they're just one step away from seeing everyone as being exactly the
0: same and you dare judge them <laughs> no it's just no, like it reminded me because when you said yeah. about you know we've fractionated it down to the individual yeah. and now we're moving back up it's yeah. reminded me of that joke right? yeah yeah I'm not like you know oh this joke makes a fantastic point about yes it. yeah, just yeah. it's just a funny joke point, yeah alright yeah um, so our TLDR on um, politics diversity politics diversity politics is uh stop yeah <laughs>
1: Can like people stop using the sentence "stay woke"? Because it really, oh, yeah, that's, okay. yeah.
0: Is, is that a meme yet? I feel like it's on. It's his way. definitely,
1: it's definitely a meme. Okay. Yeah. E- ev- just the words. Just the word "woke." Everything is a meme these days. Yes. Yeah.
0: But, well, there's even. Um, uh, I'm not bringing it up because we only just saw it, but um, at the time we're recording, I think it's the second trailer for the Mandalorian came out. Yeah. Right? Star Wars: The Mandalorian. And at the end of the trailer, you hear the Mandalorian speak. Um, he, all he says is like, yeah, good. Or something like that. Someone right. says something yeah. to him, and his response is, yeah, good. And the comment section uh, there's like a bunch of comments like, oh, I, I've, I've just witnessed the birth of a meme. Because yeah. everyone knows that that phrase is just going to be memed into oblivion. Oh,
2: yeah. When, when, 100%. When we and our peers
0: vacate this planet,
2: <laughs> um, memes, our legacy memes will still exist. Our
0: legacy will be, we were the meme generation. We were. we Our generation invented memes. The and thing. i hope that you are all proud of that
1: <laughs> but i also hope that the next generation come up with something better than memes yeah that's my only hope generally is that <laughs> all the
2: shit that we're going through right now i don't want to swing too far because the point i was going to make earlier was the alt-right um broadly speaking it's just like a lot of trolling goes on mm. but then you, because of the clinton stuff it goes way back to like genuine neo-nazis and you know that's obviously swinging too far the other way. Yeah. And I'm worried that this will swing too far the other way where people who are so sick of it will just become genuinely racist and genuinely sexist. Yeah. Um, So I hope that the next generation finds a way to mediate and vitiate all this stuff. Um, I, I'm not confident, but I hope they will. That, mm. What's that quote about how um societies are built? I can't remember how it starts, but it's like, You know, good societies and bad societies. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I can't remember where it starts, but it's like good societies create weak people. Mm. Weak people create bad societies. Yes. Bad societies create strong people, and strong people create good societies. Mm. And so where would we be at on the continuum? I would say... Um, I, I think we're creating weak
0: people at the moment.
2: I we? think strong a strong society has created weak people. Yeah. Because we, we haven't had to go to war. Mm. Yeah. You know. Um financially we're a bit fucked, but other than yeah. that we're we're kind of doing alright as a generation.
0: Yeah.
2: That's where all the stuff has come from, by the way. Yeah. there's no war to fight, so we've created one. Yeah. Um and also so, and we are making a, so now we are making a um a weak society. Yes. But
0: that will hopefully produce
2: stronger offspring.
0: Hopefully, yeah. But I just I can say, like, because um, recently we've been, you've been sort of educating me on television a little bit. Yeah, you've been showing me TV shows that I haven't seen before. Yeah, mm-hmm. great TV shows, mm-hmm. and a lot of those are from like the nineties and early two so. thousands. Yeah, and just looking at like gender politics during that time as well. That seems to be like a time where it all just seemed to they got it right. Yeah, they the got it right. It.
2: There were obviously horrible civil rights abuses in the nineties. You know, there was. Um, yes, it wasn't
0: perfect. No, the Rodney King,
2: the LA riots, and stuff yeah. like that. But brought, yeah, entertainment seemed to kind of get it right.
0: Yeah, you know, um, like the amount of um, jokes about Turks race on Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. Like There's like a scene where JD like breaks Turk's hand off and starts eating it like a bar of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Isn't yeah, that genuinely yeah. is. Yeah. Things like that, we like it. Even that you couldn't, you couldn't do that now. You just couldn't you absolutely do it now. Couldn't do it. Even
2: Blazing I know Blazing Cells is a lot earlier, but the seventies. But the whole point of that film is to satirize racism.
0: Yeah. You couldn't do it. No. You absolutely couldn't do it. Well, as proven by uh, whatever that Netflix guy's name was. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was like one one question like I, I like it sort of had in, in my mind is obviously we've all seen Train Spotting. Yeah. The scene with the baby. Yes. That Why made... would you
0: bring that up when we're in a dark room, Eddie? Though no, I
1: gotta say, we enough, we talked about this two days ago. Would that get seen? Get made in the film if it came? It was being done today. Um, <laughs> that might because it's a white baby. Yeah. Okay. No. No. no, no, no genuinely, <laughs> fair enough. Because yeah. it, the interesting thing is like, what? What's it, just because our darkeners? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because said... it. That. It's the. It could because it's a child. Yeah. And you know. I think with if anyone hasn't
2: seen Train do you want to, oh, okay. you want to um, explain the context of that scene?
1: It's uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. No, but the, the... I'll quickly do it. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: Train Spotting is a, a film about heroin addicts in uh, Glasgow or Edinburgh, isn't it? Yeah. And then um, one of them was it Glasgow? It doesn't matter. It's Scotland. It's Scotland. Yes. Um, and one of them has a, a baby, and because of their use, uh, the heroin use, thing, they neglect the baby in it. Uh, caught. Crib death, that is yes. a problem. Yeah. Um, and then the guilt kind of is felt by everyone in that group. And then the main character goes for withdrawal by going cold turkey. Mm-hmm. And he has a hallucination of the bit the dead baby, essentially, yeah. crawling along the ba- the ceiling and just kind of st- turning its head and staring at him. Yeah. And it's a very, very unpleasant, disturbing
1: scene. Yes. Uh, that, yeah. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm genuinely
0: really looking at the ceiling now, just to be sure don't because I'm,
2: I'm the one who's got my back to the room right so okay. don't
0: fucking put me on edge at least you'll be sp- I'll have to see it coming you I will even know it's coming no but the, for you it'll, it'll be just surprised. fall on my head yeah it'll be a moment and you'll just have to deal with it I'm gonna have to see that shit coming <laughs> no I'm like oh god this is something <laughs> oh, we're I, I feel, feel for you this is something we're gonna have to <laughs> deal with now <laughs> typical
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, go on um, yeah but yeah no would, would that as you, I mean, you, as you, you've answered the question, really, but would that get made into... You know, would that it Because it is... It's dark. Yeah. It's a child. I mean, do, 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 in the first place, would a film about heroin users get made? Well, it's in interesting, because yeah. this is... Because obviously, T2
0: was... You know, it's not that long ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I th- no, it's, interesting that is less
1: drug-heavy.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you bring it up, because it shifts the point slightly, because this is not about diversity politics yeah. now. This is more about... Um, just our sort of like What's appropriate. Yeah, our hmm. kind of unwillingness to delve into darker territory. Yeah, risk. Yeah. There's yeah. um on YouTube now, I think there's I can't remember what it was that started it, but now you have to disclose whether there's children in your video or not. Oh, no,
2: because of the um the proliferation of um pedophiles.
0: Yes. That's uh, what that is about. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. it is. Um and yeah, I think somebody was we should do a little bit of research going to... Because I, I feel like there's a couple of times now where I've gone, oh, this thing that I can't remember any of the details... I know, what you happened. mean, yeah, yeah. But there was, like, a woman um, who had a channel that I think her daughter was in some of the videos. And it was... They were just, like... It was a fam- family-friendly channel. Yeah, yeah. You know, she wasn't... It, it was just, like, her and her daughter doing, like, fun little things together. Yeah. And all of her videos got demonetized by YouTube because the child was raised. Right, okay. It, because mm. they... I don't know whether the algorithm feared something was amiss. Or not. That's right. I mean, it's it was the same
2: thing with the Joker, uh, you know, the, this idea that it was going to somehow galvanize young men into going and shooting up, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: it's this just this abject fear that something will lead to a bad result. Yeah. Mm. And the fact is, a pervert will find his perversion. And if there are videos of any children mm. and, you know, they're, they're inclined a certain way. It's going to do, they're going to derive some satisfaction from it. Mm. Does that mean that just images of children are to be, and I just mean just normal images, obviously, yeah, are image to just be banned? Yeah. Absolutely not. No. What if there's a bloke, right? There's a bloke, and he, re- he gets off on um, horses. He really likes horses. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But he's got, because of his childhood, he has a weird psychological connection between horses and uh, guns. So. He sees a video of a horse in the field. He masturbates. (laughs) This is a weird hypothetical. And then because of his weird sexual deviancy, he then goes and buys a gun and kills a bunch of people. Are you going to ban horse videos? The point was already made before that weird, um... (laughs) Yeah, well... Before that weird story. What the hell was that? But I was using an extreme example, basically. Yeah, no. Because there's always going to be something that, um... Right. There's someone who's turned on by signpost somewhere, you know what I mean? Okay. It tells you that I'm confident, Sam. So. <laughs> um, what's really disturbing is that your favourite one is
1: <laughs> stop. It's <laughs> all <laughs> you know, coming out tonight, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but
2: the original... Like, this the- certainly doesn't say one way, does it?
1: Go <laughs> <laughs> <Come> on. Touché. <laughs> um... um no, but the point I was going to make, harking back to Trainspotting, yeah, um, and talking about what's appropriate and what's not, yeah, is when I worked in care, as part of the training that they do, is uh, you do a, it's called an anti-drugs training, right? Um, but did, you say anti-drugs. I mean, part of it involved showing you how to essentially cook heroin, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. You know, so.
2: To what end? As in, I guess. So, if you saw the paraphernalia, I
1: guess you'd know what. Was yeah. Going so, so on. you would, yeah. you know. So oh, it was, okay. it yeah. was. If you see someone doing this, yeah, this is like they're the shooting up. Yeah. This is like the if you head. see someone with a needle in their arm. <laughs> no, a no, good no. Sign. But, like you know, seeing, seeing someone heating something up on a spoon, showing them like yeah. how to do, it, literally okay. showing you like how it's done. Yeah, yeah. Because in this line of work, you might see this, and they're going, but we have to also show you. What you might see on the street, which is right. a bit of foil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. you know, yeah, and the, which is obviously the sort smoke. of the, yeah, yeah, the the smoke slash B tech way of doing it. <laughs>
2: um, I like that. I like that. B tech
1: dope. Um, <laughs> B tech dope. Mm. Fucking hell. Uh, but no. But it, you know. But they had to show you like those sort of different mm. things. But I remember coming out of that training. And then talking to people about, like, oh, you know, this was because re- it was a really interesting, mm-hmm. it, you know, it is a really interesting training to do. But then telling people, and like, do you now know, like, not that I, you know, I'm not exactly, you know, I'm not shooting up every week, yeah. but I didn't know how to shoot, you know, cook up, cook heroin before that. Mm-hmm. I do now. Yeah. You know, being like, is that really, like, is that appropriate? Is that the right thing to be, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there's a way, surely they can show you without, yeah showing you yeah yeah kind of thing but this is you know it's very you bring something
2: to mind it's very interesting thing um of how this will end up eating itself and dave chappelle again we come back to him Mm. uses a good example um in the in america now kids have to do high school shooter drills yeah in a lot of places and his point was surely you're they're educating the shooter Mm -hmm. because they're telling you where where to gather you know yeah. like, here's where we assemble in the event of a shooter it's like okay noted you yeah. know Happy. and that's a good example of how you just end up sort of creating a problem i suppose yeah. um yeah. if you're in um if you listen to these podcasts for the giggles um well we'll catch you next time I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that yeah. Yeah. we'll we have... take a rain check on the giggles uh quick eddie think of something something that sam hates <laughs> Get into uh, no, oh, I want to clarify. I do hate school shooters. Oh right, okay.
2: <laughs> I just I can't really riff. Sarah, do paper. a
0: funny rant about school shooters.
2: Go. Uh, God, uh, they, can, they can't even load their weapons properly <laughs> uh, half the time. No, so, they you know. can. That's the problem. Uh, they, uh, they. Uh, they uh,
1: so I don't know. Come on. No, we we started off nice and light hearted talking yeah. about Christmas and yeah. Christmas songs. We've got a little bit serious. Yes. I, I think by the time we come back next week. Yeah, it'll be enough. City next week in inverted commas.
0: No, it will. Uh, it will actually be next week. No, it won't
1: be actually two weeks. It'll be two weeks. Okay. Oh yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah. yeah. We'll be recording. Um, we will have some
0: more fun, light-hearted stuff. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> um, hopefully things have happened in the world of pop culture for us to talk about. There's some things have happened. Nothing like I think I looked at like yesterday things that have happened like the biggest right. thing that's been announced is the guy who's doing uh, the Pirates reboot the Pirates of the Caribbean reboot which is? it's the writer writer right? yeah it's the writer for Chernobyl
2: yeah Craig Mazin
1: yes
0: who which, also you know,
1: wrote or co-wrote yeah The Hangover
0: films The
2: Hangover yeah, yeah. which makes me think of he, I don't know but like he had that series in him I don't know whether that means oh he's one to watch as a writer now mm, so yeah. as brilliantly written as that show is Mm. I don't think this means we should be excited about a Pirates of the Caribbean reboot because that's not a Craig Mason joint that's a Disney joint
1: yes and also watching Pirates of the Caribbean generally speaking I'm watching it for the Johnny Depp performance
0: yeah and it's unclear whether he'll be back yeah Yeah. Um, well you've made the point Sam before about um, uh, like Robert Patterson and to a lesser degree Kristen Stewart mm. because of their um because of the, those two being in Twilight. And yeah. I think it was the first major role for both of those actors, right? Uh, he was
2: in Harry Potter and then Twilight. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. He was yeah. Diggory, was he?
0: Yeah. Um, he was
1: also bad in that day.
2: It was their first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, but it, again, yeah. first main film.
2: Yeah, it was their first leading roles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, but uh, since then, I mean, Robert Pattinson's done Good Time. Yeah. He's in the Lighthouse this year. High Life, yeah. High Life. Um, he's definitely. Shown his capabilities as an actor. Yeah,
2: mm. and the new Christopher Nolan film he's in. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, but you were saying, he? yeah, mm-hmm. he's one of the three leads, I think. Okay. Yeah. okay, but you were saying that um, like in terms of Twilight. Yeah, uh, it's possible that he was always a good actor. Yeah, but like a film like Twilight, like a big studio thing. Yeah, it's not possible. No, to be good in those.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. think it's fair to because we. I brought if, up with Jack Ladder and Suicide Squad. Yeah, if you yeah. don't have the source yeah. material. Yeah. You can only do so much. Yeah. Um, Lindelof yeah. might
0: be another good example as well. Damon yeah. Lindelof.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain who he is?
0: Um, yes. Well, the, Damon Lindelof wrote Lost. He wrote Leftovers. He's currently, well, I say he's written Watchmen. Yeah. Watchmen is currently showing. Yeah. Um, in the realm of TV, it seems like um, he's, well, he has had a very successful career. Yes. The world of film, however. Mm hmm. Um, Prometheus is the only one I can think of but he's written more right he co-wrote Cowboys and
2: Aliens oh right Um, he did like a a
0: draft of that Uh, Prometheus yeah Um,
2: he wrote that film that got shelved The Hunt oh yeah was it The Hunt yeah what else has he written Star Trek Into Darkness I feel like he co-wrote okay Um,
0: it's not the worst no that's okay no but this thing all of the films at least are big like uh, studio productions in which he was probably not the like, he probably didn't have final say on no. the material, yeah. did he? he? He
2: has said um, on many occasions that in film the director is God and you are there to service the director's vision. Yes. Yeah. Uh, whereas in TV the writer is God.
0: Yes. And um, whatever, because there are, there are still people out there. I mean, there are people who probably haven't even seen The Leftovers. There are definitely people who have never seen The oh, yeah, Leftovers. Yeah. And there are I haven't like, seen The Leftovers. Yes. No, I've seen like a couple of episodes, yeah. I think. Uh, well, no, I have. I've seen a couple of episodes. Yeah. Um, and there are certainly people out there who don't like Lost or at least yeah. think that the ending of the show ruins Lost. Yeah. Even if you're one of those people, you can't deny the impact Lost has. No. Yeah. You know? Mm.
2: Yes. And I, you know, given that, for me anyway, like, he has been, he has been so successful. I love everything he's done on television. Mm. Um, and I haven't liked a single thing he's done in cinema. No. Um, no, I don't mind Star Trek um, in Darkness. Um. I would tend to probably agree with him then that he's sort of been overshadowed by, but to be fair to the bloke, he sort of, it's always at his own, to his own detriment. Because I remember when Prometheus was on the verge of coming out, he said, look, I know the vision for this film. I think it's amazing. Ridley Scott is great. He said, so if you like the film, it's because of Ridley Scott. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like the film, it's because I didn't do a good enough job of servicing his vision. Yes. Like so he can't win in that equation. So no. fair play, like he put himself in a position where he couldn't yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. But it's obviously not his fault, is it? No. You know, it's like no. there's so much money behind those things. You know,
0: especially since Ridley Scott did uh Alien Covenant, didn't he? Yes. Which exactly. should be proof enough, I think.
2: Yeah. Well, I think we've run out of steam. Have we?
0: Have we? Have we? Okay. Um, okay. This has been the podcast. It has. It most certainly has been a podcast. Yes. There'll be more laughs next time. (laughs)
1: Yes, we promise. Bye. Ciao, ciao.
2: Say bye, Jordan.
0: Bye.